0: Up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast. Bitch, this I need to scroll up. This is episode 233 for the week of May 1st, 2022. The title of this episode is Sentinels Back on Top. The Green Wall Collapses, our HCS Kansas City post show. My name is Josh, a.k.a. J.K. Fire, and this week I'm joined by the man in the United <laughs> Hat and sweatshirt, limited edition, by the way, from Kansas City. Will, a.k.a. I Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this um, Tuesday? almost said
1: Monday. Tuesday evening. Doing fine, man. Doing fine. It's good to be back from traveling. You know, it wears you out a little bit. Got some good rest in today. Played a lot of Halo uh, basically ever since the update came out. So uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. We will but get I, into that. I'm doing good. How about yourself?
0: Well, you know, my predictions were god awful. So, uh,
1: you know. We both got one right. One placing right. It, we, well, we got more than that. Well, well, yeah. I'm pretty sure we got more than that. So I only did top four for oh, myself. Okay, yeah, so I did.
0: I did like top 12, I think. So I definitely had more than one correct. But um, yeah, I have to kind of shit the bed. Just, mm, yep. We'll talk about that. Um, but before we get into that, I want to thank everybody who's tuning in to the live show right now. Welcome. Hope you're all having a great fucking day. Uh, huge update came out for Halo Infinite. Um, we'll obviously talk about that later on in the show. Um, but those who are hopping in here, Justin, welcome. Congratulations on the mod status as well. Big congrats to you, sir. Congratulations.
1: Want to give him a sword of saying Helios?
0: Yes. That is a great point, Will, because that's not that's not the only thing I'm going to do as well, because Justin also resub. So thank you very much for the resub, Justin. You get a woo! And you are our brand new sword of Sangheelios. I haven't done that in a while. It's been a, it's been a while. Since I've been giving out mod status. Uh, Tanner's Cooler, welcome to the live show. And M. Fournier 22 welcome to the live show as well. Hope you enjoy that Discord um and hopefully that link works. That's what I'll say there. Uh also uh like I said, just before we get into the actual show here, I want to give a big shout out to uh Zarathos 10 and Catch Isley for the follows right before we started going live here. Thank you so much. And then uh to Rexa Rob 007 and Skirt Skirt. Uh thank you guys for the follows as well. Greatly appreciated. Um, Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show?
1: I, th- I think I know, but yeah, what, what, what do you got?
0: Well, if you know, if I'm pulling out a Tony reference here, why not be reckless? If you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. Because you already know what it is. Our HDS Kansas City post show is taking place. And since Beth got in here right before we actually started, Beth, you also get a woo with the two gear resub, baby. Thank you very much. And Mr. Davey Havoc, welcome to the live show. Well, you know what? We have a few things to get through first, but we're kind of going to fly through them before we get to our recap here. So without further ado, let's quickly get into some competitive news. Oh my, I, I was afraid that wasn't going to work for a second there. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, pressed the button. It didn't <laughs>
1: go off. I had to do it twice.
0: What the fuck? So the final EU split number one stats table by Mr. T and Crumpets is out on Twitter. And he states, here's the final EU split one table ranking the top 64 players by total series wins. This excludes all events uh, pro teams could not participate in. Looking forward to seeing where all these players end up after the season one is over. Next up, uh, Will, you like status quo? Yeah. I like status quo. Chat, you guys like status quo? You better fucking oh, like fine. status quo. Who
1: well, doesn't like Flamesword? Right, on. who
0: doesn't like Flamesword? Well, now you can rep status quo. Their merch is available right now. I gotta take a look. Yeah, you gotta do it. A lot of yellow and red. That's for well, damn sure. That's team color, you so you, I expect it's nothing less. a lot less. of that. So, uh, go if you're any at all interested, please go check out that merch. It's in the Google Doc of the show. It's in the show. Exclamation point show. It's in the chat. The fuck was that outside? That was crazy. All right. Last news story we have new HCS partner team bundles. Uh, the trailer was released, and they're also available right now because season two has officially released. But from Tashi, I wanted to point this out because some people may be still confused. Also, an important heads up the kits are still in place, and these new bundles have kits as well. We still intend to unlock them in a future update, for the, but for the time being, there's going to be some restrictions with the charms as they're not part of a kit. Therefore, if you are using the kitted BRs, ARs, sidekicks for the HCS partnered teams, you cannot use any
1: charms on those weapons. It's a bit of a bummer. I didn't realize that was going to happen. So I tried to equip one of the charms with the weapons and it, it was like, it just rip the skin off. I'm yeah. Like, oh. it'll, it'll
0: revert back to what you previously had or, or a default yep. one or whatever. So keep that in mind. That will be coming later on. Catch Isley says it's kind of a dumb decision. We obviously agree with that, but Tashi did say that this is being worked on for a future update. The teams are aware, and it will be fixed in some capacity later on. You're just going to have to wait. It I, think, is what it is.
1: I think it's a good way, because they, they are going to switch so that parts of those kits are available for other items as well. Yes. Being able to be put on other skins, and this is probably the first step in that, that they didn't want to include it in the kit, so you couldn't put it on anything else. 100%. It's, it's there for you to use on any other skin, and then the HCS skin will most likely be available in the future to use with the charm.
0: Couldn't have said it better myself, Will. And that's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobKabona.com. Check out NoobKaba.com for all your Halo hey sports needs and uh, shout out Maddie Rums. Because uh, you know what? I'm not even gonna be an asshole this time. Maddie, you're cool. All right. There Maddie's awesome. Maddie is awesome. Uh, daily tournaments, UMG daily tournaments, and first blood daily tournaments are taking place. I have no idea if they're actually taking place, but I imagine they are. So go check those out if you're interested. On Wednesday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you, Will. Ooh, that's right. Star Wars Day. Yeah. What are you going to say to me? And also with you. Thank you. Every single time, like, may the force be with you is said in the movies or whatever, all I can think of is, and also with you. And I really wish somebody said that, but nobody says it. I'm pissed. Like, not even for religious regions. I just, like, think it's funny. Uh, the Knights Arena Weekly Halo Infinite 4v4 is taking place. On Saturday, May 7th, the Europa Halo Spring Series Open Number 1 is finally taking place. Super excited for that. And the Lady Spartan Pro Series Qualifier Number 4 is taking place as well. And then on Sunday, May 8th, the Louisville Titans Money Tuesday Season Final Invitational is going to be popping the fuck off over the weekend. Can't wait. Because, uh, Will, I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, we got like a good four-month wait until Orlando.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a hot minute. Woo! So,
0: there was some confusion on Reddit, too. Um, people were like, that's not, that can't be,
1: the, like, the last, that can't be the next NA tournament, can it? It is. What we really, I think, need in this moment is stuff like the Phase Invitational or just to step up and put things on to keep the scene going um, because the Phase Invitational brought in a, a ton of viewership, a, a lot of eyes on on that scene. And it was it was really fun to watch. So I think and I hope that more of that will continue to happen.
0: Agreed. And um, we do know that Open and Pro Series events are returning uh, when, like, I believe at the end of this month. As a matter of fact, we're in May now. So, yeah, at the end of this month, the Open and Pro Series will kick back off. Um, but, yeah, in terms of a LAN environment with North American teams, uh, the official one that's next up is Orlando in September and then Worlds very shortly after that in October. That's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your hey Louis sports needs. And I lied. Fuck you, Maddie. Next up, Will, what do we got next? Roster
1: Media little bit of roster mania here if you haven't seen yet uh was added as a coach for ascend and Bohm, not boam as we've confirmed was added to the active roster of bbg for the record
0: i just want to put this out there in case people i don't want people to get shit twisted because like this is a we were right moment okay (laughs) and i gotta i gotta give us praise when we're right on something because our predictions are always wrong right but we knew Bohm was Bohm. Not Boam, okay? A caster, I forgot who it was, but during an event, called him Boam. And I'm like, it's not Boam, it's fucking Boam. And then somebody was mentioned us and was like, like quoted it um, to figure out what it was. And Boam responded, I think it's Boam. And I'm like, <laughs> we're right! Like, what the fuck? So Boam, shout out you, man. Like, good lord, I can't crazy so there's that
1: thanks you know will for running through those yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's it for roster Mania. awesome uh scrim recaps i really don't have anything because of the kansas city major that took place um but i do want to give a very special shout out to um the kansas city pioneers uh lvt productions and excuse me the kansas city royals for uh getting together and creating the boot camp that took place right before kc really really fucking cool a lot of the top teams were there, and then also, if I'm not mistaken, there was another boot camp that was taking place with more teams. Um, where was what was the place called? It wasn't Level Up, was it? Up down up? No, it wasn't Wait, up down either. Sorry,
1: no, you're fine. I know what you're. I level know what you up mean, up. What was my yeah?
0: That's why I'm really. If, if somebody's gonna know what I'm talking about here. But there there was another boot camp that was taking place basically at the same time. Um, Other teams were participating in that one. So shout out to both of the boot camps that took place. Gave a lot of teams a lot of land practice ahead of the event, Um, including international teams, right? Including the EU, uh, Mexican, uh, Australia, New Zealand teams. So that's really, really fucking cool. Uh, Tech says she thinks it was level up.
1: Yeah, yeah. uh, That sounded really familiar. Sweet. I just want to make sure. Yep.
0: Awesome. Um So yeah, big shout out to all of them for getting all that together. That was really, really cool. Really hope we see more of that leading into other majors that take place. Um, Hell, not even major, not even just majors, but like uh, supers, right? Um, Or like the regional super that takes place. So what we had Anaheim for North America. It's going to be Valencia for EU. Like having pre-lands ahead of those could be very beneficial for the teams involved as well. But Yeah, definitely for majors. That'd be fucking sick. Um, but in terms of scrims, if you want all scrim results and statistical information, go check out halodatahive.com for all your statistical halo needs. Uh, Gasman, What's up? Welcome. Will, therefore, uh, I think we only have one here, but would you mind running through the tournament league recaps from the last week?
1: Yes. Other than the major that took place, we do have the halo rec league FFA series Chumps finals. And here we go, we're running from eight to one. In eighth place was the art of war. Seventh was I think it's Demand. Six was E7's Infinite. Five was Jolt's. Fourth, Golden Guy. Third, Generic. Second, Paradise WC. And first, Super Main taking it home. He was dominant. All year, wasn't he?
0: Well, E7's Infinite was like the top of the leaderboard each week. So crazy to see uh, that individual get sixth overall. But uh, congratulations, Superman. Sometimes it's just uh, not your day. It's just, I mean, as we're going to talk about with a couple teams <laughs> in particular, it just wasn't their championship Sunday for damn sure. Uh, so, Will, with that, should we just get right into our topic of the week? Yeah. Yeah. Our HGS Kansas city post show let's, uh, so here is how this is going to work. We are going to run through, um, our impressions on some gameplay stuff that took place on days one, two and championship Sunday in that order. We'll talk about the results for the free for all and the four v Um, and then we'll get into just some overall thoughts and feedback. And then finally we'll end the topic out with some stories that we want to share. Um, they, that don't pertain necessarily to the event, but just pertain to being there. Okay, being in KC, hanging out with people. We, we have a couple fun things to share. So, without further ado, let's just get right into day one. Um, Will, if you have anything else you would like to add, these are just my quick notes here. Yep. Um, And these are, yeah, this is what I have, I guess. I'll, t- S- I'll chime in if need be. Perfect. So, <clears> for <throat> pool play, uh, day one, which was all pool play, uh, E United went up against G2. This is a 3-2 going to E-United, but the reason why I called out this series is something that Ryan Noob tweeted out, and I really want to emphasize this point. Ryan Noob stated, GG's to G2 Esports, but huge respect to them for going against the HCS ruling of a bizarre replay and giving us the win. A lot of money on the line here, and they chose to do the selfless play. Leg out with 45 seconds left, and we were up 2-0. HCS says full replay with us up too, but they forfeited instead.
1: Wow. Yep. So they kind of knew like, Hey, that was, it was over two flag runs in 45 seconds is not going to happen unless you, Damn all near of a sudden, impossible. unless you like get back to back overkills hint, hint, right. And, oh, uh, yeah. And run two flags, right? Like right. there's no, it's all it's yeah. So props to them. That is, uh, that, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. And, uh, that when when grand finals was going on i half joked that like what if what if c9 just gave them the win because like they were already down so much and the game lagged like the game crashed like two or three times mm. during was it map 1 i thought it was map 1 either way it was just it was fucky to say the least um so yeah big shout out to g2 on that um we'll talk about their placing overall later next up uh xset versus send Holy fucking shit. This is game 4, Strongholds on recharge. Um you if you don't recall this game, Xset nearly came back. Okay, we've seen this happen twice now in like a, a tournament format where a team gets a drastic like monumental lead and then the team comes from behind and wins it out. Okay? Well, Xset nearly came back from a 245 to 94-point deficit to ultimately lose 250 to 241. Okay? And if you don't recall this game, and you don't recall the team of Xset, you know the Kratos is on that team, and the joke was, if they somehow win this game, imagine what Kratos is going to fucking say. That's Even the casters were on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And all I could think to myself was, Please, for the love of God, don't let them win this game. Please. I, because we'll never hear the end of it. We would never hear the end of it. But no, Ascend finally clutched up when they needed to. And they were able to defeat Set Again, this was only a fucking pool play match. But that was a crazy goddamn game. Optic Gaming started off the tournament very strong, as a matter of fact. Kind of how we expected them to how we would imagine them to do so based off of how everything leading up to this event was taking place. Okay. They three old phase. Um, and FaZe is a team that again, I had taking fourth overall in this event. My predictions obviously wrong. Um, but I wanted to shout that series out because of optics starting out so strong. Okay. Again, only a pool play match. It is what it is. I just want to call it out. Quadrant upsetting G2. But not only that, they ultimately took second place in their pool. In their entire pool. And I didn't have them placing very well this event, to be honest with you. So that was awesome. Okay, so they're already starting off well um, in the championship bracket. Things are looking good for them. And spoiler alert, things continue to get good for them. And then finally, uh, the four teams that made it out of the open bracket into pools included space station complexity BBG and G1 okay um before we get into the next piece of info i just want to just I, okay i just want to say this so what is it who's the owner of uh G1 the retired mm-hmm. football player
1: uh it's not coming to me off the top of my head i can do some research Sure, if you, if you want to do
0: that. Uh, the reason why I'm saying this is because I think he tweeted out, like, when his team beat version one, like, it feels so good beating teams, like, that in org bought for one event or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and my, my immediate thought was, dude, calm down. You didn't place very well this event either. But at the same time, you already knew this is what Version One was doing. It was literally a tournament to determine. Th- thank you, Classic Reflux. Also, welcome to the live show. He says, Kenny Vaccaro. Thank you. He. We also knew that this is what Version One was gonna fucking do for this event. It was literally the Xbox. It was literally the P, uh, the uh, Game Pass has PC games tournament, and the winner would represent Version One at KC. It was literally the fucking prize.
1: I, th- I think that's that's even to like stepping in on a tournament like that to be like, hey, we'll just send whoever wins this tournament as a prize. That's that's actually pretty cool. Like, yeah. it's not like they just went and bought like some random people. Like, right. These guys entered a, an event, went through it, got sent.
0: Yes. And I'm and I'm not saying like I'm not trying to sound like a shill because we're Minnesotans and Rocker and V One Min- are Minnesota based franchises. Like I'm not trying to say that. I'm like literally. Kenny, what the fuck, dude? Are you, <laughs> really? Like, I, if you're trying to gas you just, your team up, cool, I guess I get it. But like, at the same time, what, what the fuck, dude? Who cares? I mean, there's other
1: ways to talk shit, right? Like- there is.
0: Yes, uh, yes, C-Dilla, also welcome. He, he does own G1. That's why we're talking, because G1 beat V1- Hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah. G1 beat V1 in the open bracket, and and Kenny went out on Twitter and talked about how, like, love beating open bracket teams that, like, fucking an org bought for the event. Like, it's literally what the prize for the tournament was. (laughs) Was to represent them at the fucking event. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, anywho. Yeah, congratulations to G1 to make it out open. They made it in the pools. Spoiler, they didn't go much further. But... HCS All-Star Showdown took place as well. Uh, Team Lucid versus Team Renegade. And uh, the whole point of this was they needed to, like they, there were like trivia questions per player, and that's how the draft would work. Yeah. Like you would see the question, you'd pick the question, and uh, that's who the player was, right? It was obscure facts. It was Yes, obscure facts. So Team Lucid ended up being Lucid, Barcode, Tapping Buttons, and Spartan. And uh, Team Renegade was Renegade, Frosty, Snipedown, and Jimbo. Now, uh, King J was supposed to be in place of Spartan, but King J was playing through the open bracket because uh, it was the community-voted player who would end up being that eighth person, or the sixth, technically, person in the draft. Um, And so King J won that, But since King J was playing through open schedule conflicts, uh, he would not be able to participate. So Spartan was the next up. Um, So yeah, that happened. Then, uh, so it was a best of three. Games one and two were 4v4s, Slayer. Game three was a 1v1 against the Captains. Okay. And that was on recharge, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah. So, game one, um, Team Lucid won, if I'm not mistaken. And game two, Team Renegade won. So, it was, the guest series tied 1-1. But no matter what, it was going to go down to the 1v1. And uh, Team Lucid won it. Or Lucid himself won that. And the thing that I want to shout out about this is that uh, in the background, you had Barcode and Spartan, like, sitting like on, on opposite sides of Lucid. Yeah. And just seeing just seeing their smiles. Like when, when lucid would get a kill, like they would just light up and it's like, it's just friends hanging out. That's what it felt like. Just, just buds hanging out on the couch playing some halo. That's what it looked like to me. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, it felt good. Yeah. It brought you back to like, just sitting on the couch with your buddies, all just yelling about a match or whatever it may be. It was really cool. It was really fucking cool. That's what it's about right there. It was, it was,
0: um, Is there anything you want to add about day one as a whole before we move on to day two? Uh, As far as the games go, no. Okay. That's about it. All right. And of course, if anybody in the chat has anything they'd like to talk about regarding the tournament, please put it in the chat. For day two, back to pool play for just a little bit. Uh, Quadrant went up against G1. There we go. It was a 3-2 going to Quadrant. And this is the game that had... This literally opened the day. This opened the day up, okay. To chick, or chick, oh uh, yeah, an SLG got back-to-back overkills. It was it was on live fire. It was fucking insane. And the, the if you haven't seen the clip, it's everywhere. I promise you, just go, you'll find it. It's everywhere. And then, uh, not only that, because because that was the clip that swept the nation, right? But they didn't stop there. Because another overkill was provided to Quadrant in the same series. So I'm not mistaken. It's the most overkills for the event, probably. And it all happened in one fucking series. Like, that's insane. So congratulations to Quadrant on that. And, of course, you won the series. So you can't really complain about that one. And then we move on to winner's bracket round one. Will? Yes. Optic Gaming went up against Ascend. This was on main stage, and uh, let's just say game two was absolutely bonkers. Um, it was a it it was a fifty forty nine Slayer, and if I'm not mistaken, it literally came down to the millisecond. And uh, the question was like, Optic stood up thinking they won. Um and it was a send that popped up on the screen is actually winning the game. It was yeah. that, that fucking close. Um, so obviously optic gaming ended up winning that series, but just that happening in a nutshell is just crazy. It's, it's like things like that at a LAN environment that you're like, holy shit, you know, everyone's popping off. It's, it's awesome. And then, um, just again to shout out quadrant for doing what they've been fucking doing. Um, sentinels went up against quadrant, and this is, again, winner's bracket round one. Quadrant took him to a game five. Um, a Quadrant could have won a game five. It could have sent them down to losers, but they didn't. Uh, instead, Sentinels won at 3-2. Um, but, you know, that's awesome to see that much fight coming out of an EU team. And we we see Ascend and Quadrant a lot here. Okay, Very frequently here. Um, Will, is there anything that you wanted to add in terms of day nope. two? Good to go. Okay. There is something I want to check real quick because there is a series I am forgetting here. And I believe it's Sentinels versus um the Knights, the Pittsburgh Knights. And I think that also went to a game five.
1: If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, I remember Sen- Sentinels having uh two game fives that day.
0: So where the fuck... Where the fuck's that one yeah.
1: Where is it? Was that Pools? I don't, I think it would have to be, right? I think it has to be as well. It was, it was Pools. Yeah. It was Pools. So yeah. Now
0: again, now the, the thing could be said, it was just a pool play match, but at the end of the day, a 3-2 is a 3-2, man. Pittsburgh Knights showing up a little bit as well. Classic says the end of that ascent slayer was the first of two huge what the fuck moments watching formals POV in this tourney. Oh, I know what I know what the second one you're gonna be talking about is we're gonna talk about that too. If it's the same one I'm thinking of classic, then I think I know I think I know where we are. Um all right, day three then. Let's just move on. Championship Sunday. Okay. Winners bracket round two. Sentinels versus cloud nine cloud nine has been unbelievably dominant. The last two land events handily winning both pretty easily, right? Yeah. Um, Sentinels actually beat cloud nine three to one to send cloud nine to losers. Something we did not necessarily expect to happen right away. I had I had I had Cloud9 taking second. You had Cloud9 taking second. Mm-hmm. Okay. So technically we're right. We we're right on that that prediction. But for Sentinels to do it, wasn't really seeing that happening. So, because what I thought was going to happen was uh winner's final, Optic Cloud9, Optic not Cloud9 to losers, they have to fight their way back and they lose again. That's what I honestly thought thought was gonna happen. Um besides Sentinels taking third. So Sentinels beat Cloud9 3-1. Sentinels looking looking scary again. Okay? But they still have a long way to go. Let's go to losers bracket round five. And this is where our EU teams come to an end in the tournament. FaZe ends up 3-0 in Quadrant. And then uh, also, um, I believe this is on Feature Station... Kansas City Pioneers went up against Ascend. And uh, you would know that this series was popping off because the entire crowd over there was fucking screaming their heads off. Rightfully so. It's their hometown crowd. And KCP end up winning the series against Ascend 3-2. So Ascend taking them to a Game 5 as well. Okay? So both Quadrant and Ascend getting top 8 at the event means that this is the first time This is the first time in Halo esports history that two EU teams take top eight within the same international event. Yes, Team Infuse took top six at a previous HCS event for Halo 5, but this is the first time ever where two EU teams take top eight at the same international event. That's fucking awesome. And the way that Ascend was, I mean, hell, the way Quadrant was playing too. I mean, hey, if you button up a few things, they, they could have got one of them or one of them at least could have gotten top six. At least. Clearly, we saw it with KCP and Ascend. Very, very close. Okay? So that is awesome. Congratulations to Quadrant and Ascend. Can't wait to see what you guys do. Um, especially when we're leading up to Valencia here. And then obviously in Orlando. Okay. Will. This is where you and I's predictions diverge. Oh yeah. Okay. Losers bracket round six. E United versus FaZe. Um Oh man. So I don't really have much to say about this other than FaZe didn't show up. FaZe got blown out 3 0 by E United. And this, is really, this was really the tournament that I honest to God thought that FaZe was going to do something and at least take top four. That is where I had them. I had FaZe making an improvement from the last two lands that took place and getting top four. Didn't happen. Instead, United proved their consistency that we're well aware of and take that top four spot, eliminating FaZe from the tournament with a top six finish. But it doesn't stop there, because from uh, Jake Lucky today, as a matter of fact, when Snipedown was streaming, he was talking with Nick Merckx, and uh, apparently Snipedown might be looking to go back to competitive Apex. Um, He he states his um, disappointment in Halo, as it stands right now. There was a clip that was taken from his stream where he talks about that, and that was literally today. So... Um will do you have any thoughts on thoughts on that
1: um i guess he's going to do what he wants to do he is a a prominent figure of the halo community that or I guess of the pro scene it would it would suck to lose that uh a type of type of person to apex if he's not enjoying the game, though, he's got to do something for himself. Agreed. And uh, it's, it's, it's... uh just read Justin's comment. He says, get good. Yep. Which is kind of the, the road I was going to go on. He's not performing like he's used to. He's um, it, we've, we've questioned his kind of passion for it. Because right. he is playing Apex and doing stuff on the side.
0: And he has come out and said, and we read it on the show, he has come out and said that... Uh, you to all the people thinking he's not putting the work in, he says that he is absolutely putting the work in. He just doesn't stream all of it. Right. He puts in hours upon hours every single day. This is coming from him. Um, and yeah, I mean, there what what else can we do but take him at his word, right?
1: Right. So yeah, if he wants to move on, you can you can move on. It's his, his choice. He can move on. Um
0: Obviously I wish he liked the game more because that just means that he would probably just be like, I, I imagine that any, anybody, not just him, but like anybody would play better if they're enjoying the game that they're playing. You know what I mean? So it, it it does suck that that's the way that it is. Um, I can just, I just hope that that team gets better. That's really all it is. I really fucking hope that team gets better because I'm sick I'm sick of watching and being like, well, you guys said that you're putting all this work in, but
1: why isn't it coming to fruition? This is the third land in a row where it didn't. Yeah, and that's the question, right? He says he's putting in all this time and it's it's not amounting to anything. That's got to be frustrating, too.
0: Right. Right. I want to know if like maybe I don't know if it's a teamwork thing. I don't know if it's a coach thing. Like, I'm not trying to point blame at anybody. It's just, I I want them to be better. I say it all the time. I want, like, that's why I predicted them where they were. Because I wanted them to progress to get to that spot. I didn't think they'd get further. But, like, just better than where they've been. And they're not. And also, I don't want to throw shade to the KCP fans and KCP guys out there. But I just want to say, like, not better than the top six team. With the mistakes that are being made, not better than top 16. My prediction was right. Um, all right, winners finals. Sentinels versus optic gaming. And uh, classic, I think this is the moment that we're about to top talk about. Uh Nono says the top hasn't changed at all, has it though? I mean. <laughs> we'll talk about it a little bit. So, winners finals, Sentinels versus Optic Gaming, game five, Slayer on recharge. Huh. The Royal 2 Shock Rifle play on Formal with Camo on Batledge. This was near the very beginning of the game. As a matter of fact. This is near the very beginning of the game. Formal gets Camo. He starts making a push towards Yellow. And Royal 2, being the player that he is, the caliber of player that he is, is chilling on bat ledge, the shock rifle just just hanging out. Ready. Ready and waiting. You know? He's like, somebody's gonna fucking peek and I'm gonna rip his face off. Well, lo and behold, it was Formal who hops up there with camo. And here's here's fucking Royal too. And he's like, oh hey, pop.
1: Yeah. What a What I would have liked to see out of formal in that situation with the camo yeah. is play for more information. Yes. Right? Yep. Now, I get it. He had sword as well. Yep. So he lost that. I get the push, though. Like, right? You want to be aggressive with that sword? Yeah, 100%. But, but maybe wait for your teammates to come through either side, cause some distractions, then get in there and rip everyone apart. Right. Like, that's that's what I would have wanted to try to do. But I get that feeling. Like, when you have sword and camo and you're like, I'm just going to go in and destroy everyone, Right. Maybe that was his thought. Also, Royal Two just seeing him with the camo was insane, and just I would have liked to see Royal Two's POV on stream when that happened, right? Um, Because all we it's, it switched as soon as the kill came in. But like, did he see the like the shimmer when it jumped up on the ledge or what?
0: Gazman says Snakebite said Royal Two saw Formal with camo and baited him. Oh, okay. So So that that would make sense. That would make sense because formal was coming up towards the side before going up to Batledge and Mm -hmm. he popped it as he was going over there.
1: Yeah, towards the grapple.
0: So it would totally make sense if if he's, I mean, whether he saw him with like having the camo activated or not, like seeing him activate the camo would totally make sense by sitting on Batledge, peeking, seeing him do that, be like, step back in, like, watch this shit. He's going to come right up. He's going to come right up. It's
1: breaking news, I guess. Um, is this from Nono? Yeah. Uh,
0: was that from. It sounds like. Oh, okay. From Snipe Stream just now, we'll say it. Uh, I'm going to try and play competitive Apex while staying on the competitive phase Halo roster. I'm currently trying out with uh, a Complexity Apex. That means I'll be going pro in two games at once. Kay. Okay. Okay. You do do. You, you <laughs> do you, Eric. You do you, man.
1: Good luck, I guess. If he can pull it off, sure, but
0: Seriously. Mm. Okay. Uh I mean, hey, if we know he loves playing Apex, we know that. And we know he loves Halo like as a franchise. Like he has deep roots in this franchise. He wants it to succeed. Ah. <sighs> if like will said, if you can make that work, awesome. But now I I can't I mean, I can't ever predict you getting a top 4 placing now. Yeah, I can't, right? I just can't see it. The only reason why I said they'd get top 4 this event is because of what Snipedown said. Yeah, that he's been putting in the work behind the scenes. Yeah, and then he even said, now this was during the event, so like my predictions didn't change or anything like that, but during the event, Snipe Down also had like a little interview type thing where he talked about how he understands that the Phase team has massive highs and drastic lows. Not a lot of in-between there. He understands that, and he said, he also talked about how important it is that they can't be caught out individually. They need to be working together. But they didn't. Like it when I when I heard when he was when he had that little like pre-recorded interview or whatever it was, and he was talking about that, I thought in the back of my mind, awesome. Fuck yeah. You're I'm so happy that you acknowledge this. And that you're it sounds to me like you're gonna take that information, you're gonna take the work that you put in, you're really gonna put it to effort in this event. Can't fucking wait. And he didn't show up. Like Like Will said, if you can make it work, awesome. But Formal didn't have a good game after that moment at all. So like you said, Will, he lost Sword as well from that play. Yep. Um, And as we've learned, Royal 2 baited his ass out. Um, Got him out on it, got Sword. And then let's just say that Frosty, I mean the whole team, but Frosty really went on a fucking tear that game. Um, they just couldn't kill him, and they kept out rotating optic like crazy. They were getting them, they were catching them off guard, off guard flanking them up a shit ton. It, the game did not go in optic's favor. It, really, it didn't go in formal's favor because formal went four and fourteen in that game. Four and fourteen, and this is what formal had to say after the event. He said, um, so disappointed in how I played yesterday. I was going rogue. Being so close to the grand finals and just wanting to win with these guys made me get a little too ahead of myself. Can't force it, but you live and learn. So, he acknowledged that he fucked up because that was a, one of the greatest FPS players of all time and you have that type of game. That's not good. But hey, everybody has a bad day. Everybody has a bad game, and right at that moment, things—oh, that game collapsed. Um. So then we go to the losers' final, and I don't know what the fuck happened, but uh, Cloud Nine turned the fuck up again. Yeah, they woke up. Yep, for this series, for this series, for this series, hundred percent. Uh, and they three would Optic. To send
1: Optic home. Who knows? Maybe Optic's mental was out the window at that point. Yeah. Or chalked, as they would say. Uh, (laughs) Yep. So it felt like. So I don't know. It's just they weren't playing the way we saw them play, meaning Optic, in that phase invitational and the scrims beforehand. Mm -hmm. It was just uh, something was off. But yeah, Cloud9 took it 3 0 pretty handily.
0: They did. They did. Optic Gaming gets sent home with a third place finish overall. Definitely not where I had them. Um, I genuinely thought that I really thought this was the real opportunity that they would have to take first place this event. I really did. It seemed like they were really putting the work in. Um, I'm not just talking about in scrims. I'm just talking about like teamwork in general. It seems like they really were gelling together, they were putting the work in. Everything was clicking for them, and that phase invitational was kind of like a first test. Not a real test, because we always said, we've been saying that LAN is the true test for this team. 100%. But that phase invitational was like a little tease as to what's possible, right? Yeah. And then this event happened, and they start off really, really strong through pools. We're, we're, We're flying through. We're going. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then, no. No. Um... So then we get to the grand finals. Sentinels versus Cloud9. Uh, Will, we were obviously rooting for Sentinels in this case because we just didn't want to see Cloud9 take another win. Um, Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, oh, shit. So let's just say that Sentinels are back. Uh, You know that world championship roster that won two world titles? Among other tournaments. They're back. And uh, not only are they back. But whoo boy. They have 4-0'd Cloud9 in the Grand Finals. They swept them. After technical difficulty. After technical difficulty. After technical difficulty in game one. They swept them. And to be honest with you. Looking at the series results, looking at the stats and whatnot. Besides basically one game in that series, they got handily swept. Wasn't really close. Um, so that happened. And, uh, yeah, that's fucking crazy. The thing I want to say is this. Um, And I'm not trying to, like, toot our own horn or anything like that, okay? But a lot of people were talking like, I just didn't see this happening. I, I just could not, I could never see Sentinels doing that. Guys, This team literally won two world championships among other tournaments together as the same team. It was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time until this squad clicked again. And oh boy, did it click here. Sure, maybe we didn't expect it to be as quick as this. With the Royal 2 scenario happening and whatnot and him coming back and then finally being able to practice together and the Anaheim going not as they planned, whatever. But... It's Sentinels, guys! It's the same fucking team! Just like Cloud9 splice without fucking... Shotzi. It's the same fucking team.
1: I guess I don't know. They just hadn't proved themselves to that point. Sure. Sure, they have the capability, but no one knew they could do it in infinite.
0: I never doubted them for a second. Not for a fucking second. No way. Not that team. That. They- I hated them at first. I hated them in H5 because I honest to God thought and I told you about this. I probably said it on the show. I thought that they were like just cocky little shits. I really did. And then I learn that. No, I mean, they, they may be slightly comp. They might be like confident, obviously, but no, they put the fucking work in. That's what they do. And, like during H5, right? Like they, just, they put the fucking work in and I'm like, Oh my God. Okay, they're just really fucking good because they put in like more work than anybody else.
1: Sure. but after the last two lands where they didn't have expected performances right, it's it's easy to say, oh yeah, well, why would we expect them to, to do anything above third place here?
0: Right. No, I hear you. I hear you and I ha- I had them taking third because in my mind, Cloud 9, dominant as ever, right? Yeah. Especially after two major LAN performances. I just didn't see them regressing a shit ton. But with Optic Gaming, I'm like, they're gelling. This feels good. We're fucking in there. We're getting this shit. And we're winning. And then I had to play Sentinels right there because, like, where else am I going to put them? 16th? No. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, but they showed the fuck up. They showed up. They, and I think he even said this in like the post game interview too. Is like that they 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 do what they do on Championship Sunday. They show up. They show out on Championship Sunday. That is what they do as
1: a team. I think uh, something that may have helped them in this run too is the those Game Five series they had. They had, they had already been put under pressure earlier in the tournament, mm-hmm. where. Maybe Cloud9 and OpTic really didn't have that much. They were kind of on cruise control through the tournament. Maybe that didn't get them up to speed to be able to, to compete on Championship Sunday. Right. Next question is, for OpTic, is that curse for the Championship Whites reel? I'm telling you, man. I told you. I told you from the moment.
0: I told you from the moment they brought him out for the first time. <laughs> burn that shit. D- d- put him away. Don't take him out. Here's the thing. Actually, let me preface this put them away until you win. Once you win, sure, fuck it, take them out again. I don't give a shit. but until you actually win an event, those championship whites, put them in the closet, put them in a box. I don't fucking care. Don't wear them. Stop it. <laughs> Not a very superstitious person, but God damn it, every time they bring them out, they lose. Or like Tools said, maybe Lucid and Trippy are just fucking destined to be second all the time. Even though they didn't get second this event. You know? Fuck. Um, clearly, we wanted OpTic to win. But, no, Sentinels just, they proved they are exactly who they were. And, I don't know if Cloud9 had a bad day. If, if they just, if the things just didn't work out for them, um, because we, we say it as well is that anybody at any time can have a bad, can have a bad game, can have a bad series, can have a bad day. Anyone can, it doesn't matter if you're the best player in the world or just a person jumping in for the first time. Anybody can have a bad game series day, whatever it may be in this game and maybe cloud nine hell, maybe even phase just had a bad day. But the fact of the matter is, Sentinels did exactly what they intended to do, exactly what they practiced to do, and exactly what they're known to do, which is show up, show out on Championship Sunday, and prove that they are, in fact, one of, if not the best team in the world, right up there with Cloud9. Because we've seen it in Halo 5, and they're basically the exact same rosters between the two. Obviously, Penguin in place of Shotzi. So have to give it for Sentinels though. That's good for them. They fucking, they did it and they did it dominantly. It's one, it's one thing to say if it was like a game seven or if it was a bracket reset for cloud nine fighting their way through that and then Sentinels win, but no, Sentinels swept them. That's, it was one of the shortest grand finals we've ever had. If there weren't technical difficulties, that thing would have been done like that. People complained that they weren't able to get their drops in time. Think about if there was no technical difficulties in game one. Would have been done in like less than a half hour, it felt like.
1: You moved quick. You're not wrong. It's crazy.
0: Um, Is there anything else you want to talk about gameplay-wise before we get resu- get to the results? No, no. Let's move. All right. The results for the FFA then. In eighth place, we had Game BXY. Seventh was Claytron. Sixth was Z-Mighties. Fifth was Dark Matter Fifteen. Uh, fourth was, uh, Dakota, 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 e wait, Dakota knee, Dakota, New York. And why that's yep. where, I'm going to just, I'm going to say Dakota. I'm going to say fucking Dakota. That's that's you. Uh, third was reverbed. Second was Grimsty. And first was Bobster Bobster from status quo. Taking it. Yep. Taking it home. And the four V fours. Here are your results. I'm going to run through Um, and I I won't read the rosters, but 21st through 24th, we had the chiefs and Navi. Uh, obviously not where they intended to place. Um, I was heavily thinking that Navi was going to do better than what they did. I think everyone was expecting Navi to do a little better than they did. Uh, but unfortunately not. And then the chiefs just couldn't really get anything going really feel for that team though. Um, also really cool looking jerseys. Just want to throw that out there. You know, the red and the blue. Love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Luminosity Gaming and Cruelty. Cruelty, I am so, I'm I'm. not trying to throw shade, but you never belonged in pools to begin with. I'm just going to throw that out there. But uh, they got 21st through 24th. And then Luminosity Gaming was the team that would have been representing version one, um, but they were instead picked up by Luminosity Gaming. 17th through 20th, we had the Built by Gamers roster, uh, Red Wolves. Blackhand EU and J-Lings Esports. 13th through 16th. We had Space Station Gaming, still the best merch in the game, but not a great Halo team. EMGG. The Pittsburgh Knights. And a team that I thought was actually going to be doing better than this. And by better, I just mean one little bracket up higher. Uh, Complexity, as a matter of fact. In 9th through 12th. We had G2 Esports, Fnatic, G1, and Xset. And then your top eight. Seventh and eighth place, we had both the EU rosters of, of a Quadrant and Ascend. Very, very good job by you guys. Super, super happy with those placings. And like I said, a couple things go Ascend's way. Ascend's making top six. And that would be nutty. But in 5th and 6th place, we had the KC Pioneers and FaZe Clan. KC Pioneers, that is where I had you. In 4th place, we had EU united Thank you, Will. With the EU united merch on. Oh, yeah. Yes. In 3rd place, we had Optic Gaming. In 2nd place, we had Cloud9. And in 1st place, we had Sentinels. You can check out some overall stats over at halodatahybe.com, which we've already shouted out previously within the screen recap segment of the show. But there's also overall stats by Phase AO. So go check those out as well. Brackets and VODs are included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show! Exclamation point show notes in chat. Uh, we did a little content over in Kansas City as well. I wanted to put those in here. We did some Pro Talk, uh, HS Pro Talk interviews. With the following individuals. We had Maddie Rums of NoobGombo.com. Snagoo, who's a listener of the show, member of the community. Uh, we will have stories to share later Halo, on. Halo Rec League chump? Yep. Halo Rec League season three champion is what I'm going to call him. <laughs> we had an interview with Ubernick uh, after he finished up one of his streams with the Make A Wish Foundation. Uh, we. Uh, talked with K Mattify. Kelly was awesome to talk to as well. And then uh, finally, we ended our little interview spree with uh, Sketch, the community director of 343 Industries. So please go check out all those videos. They're included in the Google Doc that show to the show. How about some overall thoughts and feedback, Will? Shall we? Sure. All right. Teams, first up. I said it before, and I'll say it again. I said it before the event happened. I'm going to say it after the event happened because it exactly happened how I thought it was going to happen. Space Station G2 and as partner teams are not placing well. Do they make a roster change? Will.
1: Depends on if they have contracted team players. You know, like, how long can they keep those players?
0: If you want to place better than what you're placing, you better fucking do something because things are not working out. And it's it's one thing to like call out other teams for not placing well, but these are literal partnered organizations with the HCS. I would expect them to do better. They're just they're just not. Uh, Justin asks, "Where's Pistola?" Nobody knows. Maybe he's still just chilling on the bench for Optic. Optic placing third when they should have performed better. Um, yeah, I just think they should have performed better. And okay. Okay, I just want to, I'm going to throw this out there as like a half joke, half not, okay? Technically, they placed worse than they did at Anaheim, and Anaheim, they had Pistol stole on their team. I'm just going to leave it at there. Again, half joking, half not, because obviously you didn't have as much practice leading into KC with formal on your team when Ola, you had like leading up to the launch of the game, the launch of the game, and then Raleigh, and then Anaheim. You know what I mean? But fuck it! The same can be said like with the Royal two situation, not having a lot of time for Sentinels to practice with him leading into Anaheim. So I don't think they need to bring Pistola back into that roster is all I'm saying. Okay. Let's all calm down with the, I should have never fucking benched Pistola. Because I agree. It was kind of weird that they did that. And formal had a really, really bad game five that game against Sentinels. But that's besides the fucking point. Send us officially being back in top form. Speaking of which, I said it in a tweet. I said it to his face. I'm going to say it now. Stop with all the fucking lethal hate, bro. Stop. He's not washed. Oh, but he didn't have as many kills as so-and-so on the team. Fuck you. Who cares? Did they win? Let me ask you this, keyboard warrior out there. Let me ask you. If you, if you, you as an individual were on that Sentinels team, do you think you would have won that event? Because I'll answer that for you, okay? Because you're not, you can't respond unless you're in the (laughs) chat. Oh, let me answer for you. The answer is no. You wouldn't have. Because you aren't a member of that team. You didn't practice with that team. You aren't gelling with that team. Halo Infinite is a team-based game. Yes, yes, I get it. Individual fights can matter as well. Big plays by individual people can matter as well. Absolutely. You can have swing moments in games. I get it. I get it. But guess what? It's not everything. Teamwork makes the dream work. And lethal brings the teamwork to make that Sentinel's dream work. You're not lethal. They can't just plug and play somebody into that roster and be like, we're winning worlds. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. Okay? So fucking stop it. I'm sick of it. I'm I'm not trying to sound like a lethal shill. I'm not. But fucking stop. I literally said they shouldn't have dropped Pistola on Optic. They play second in Anaheim. Yeah, the series obviously wasn't that close in the grand finals against Cloud9. But you made progress. That's what I look for, is progress being made. Sendles literally whooped Cloud9's ass in the grand finals to win that event. And they have lethal on their team who may not have the best stats in the fucking world. Oh no. Holy shit. Got to drop them. Now should have picked up formal. The guy who went four and 14 that game five. I'm not trying to shit on formal either. I'm sorry. Sorry, Matt. Okay. It's not against you. I'm just so fucking sick of people bitching about lethal online when I swear to God, they don't get it. Stats are not everything. They're not. Look at the Patriots for fuck's sake. Okay. I'm, I'm talking when Brady was there. Not now. I'm talking when Brady was there. With Brady and Belichick, I mean, Belichick, yes, being the head coach, but with Brady and Belichick being at the helm of that team, Belichick could basically plug and play players in specific roles and situations and make it work. You didn't have to have all-star talent on that roster to win Super Bowls. Okay? The stats don't always matter. They don't. Lethal is not washed. They do not need to drop lethal. If you only pay attention to the stats, then obviously I see what you're looking at. But that doesn't tell the whole fucking story. Did you watch the same event I watched? I'm still seeing people talk about it. Guys, they fucking won. What are you talking about? Holy shit. Let me let me put it to you this way. If you think you could do better, Orlando's in September. Orlando's in September. Go get a team. If you think you're better, go get a team and go prove it. I've yet to see it. Sorry, And if you want to apologize to him, lethal that is, you can fill out the apology form by Munos. Go fill it out. Send it to him. I'll wait. I won't wait, but you, you should do that. Go do that. And words of our show, quit being a fucking shitter. Jesus Christ. These backseat GMs thinking they know exactly how to run a fucking team. Go ahead, Will.
1: I thought you wanted to add something. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I think the point's been made. We can move on.
0: Awesome. It's like Josh
1: Randover. Um.
0: And speaking of Sentinels, C9 getting swept in the grand finals. That's fucking huge. Like, well, well, yes, I didn't see Sentinels winning this event. The fact that they swept them is
1: insane to me. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, I did not expect the sweep. I figured after cloud Nine series with Optic and they were picking up steam that we were going to have a series on our hands. Uh, did I expect a them to win two best of sevens after seeing how Sentinels played? No, maybe one. But, you know, that would have been a game six, game seven situation I had in mind. No, it was just four 0 we're out. Yeah, it wasn't even a gentleman's sweep. It was literally just annihilation.
0: Holy shit. All right. Well, um anything you want to talk anything else you want to talk about from a team's perspective?
1: I guess my thoughts on the whole thing. Yeah. You you're right. Lethal needs to be on that team. The stats don't tell everything. We've talked about it on our show before too, like the dirty work, right? Sometimes sometimes you might dive in, pick up a ball, toss it back to your team as you die to get that positioning and that that We never know. You know what I mean? Like you you're getting information is stats aren't everything team working together is. And if, if his stats were better, his teammates wouldn't be as good, you know, like yep. the, the stat, uh, it, it's, it's all about what the team does, not what each individual does. Right. Um, Optic had the, the momentum going into Kansas city. Yes. Uh, so yes, them placing third, well, is. Not what they wanted. I don't think it's what anyone expected.
0: I also want to jump on that and talk about what Gazman said. He said, they kept talking about how Formal told them, quote, just play like we do in scrims, end quote. But that doesn't really work when everyone else gets so much better on land because they aren't depending on good ping. I want to add to that. And, again, to all the keyboard warriors out there, I'm not a big, not as big of a rant this time, I promise. Oh, okay, okay. But I just want to say, Scrims aren't everything. How many times have I had to say it every single week? Scrims aren't
1: everything. Land's a completely different beast. I mean, scrims aside too, they did win the phase Invitational, which was kind of the first tournament we saw with formal
0: yes but we also agreed that it was online and this was the true test this event
1: yeah um uh, what that's what i got (laughs) you interrupted me i lost my train i'm
0: sorry i'm sorry
1: go ahead um
0: well if you get it back please interrupt me uh no i don't have anything else for the for the Teams specifically. I wish Complexity played better. That's what I'll say. Just for my predictions case, I just wish they played better. Do um, you want to talk about VIP?
1: <laughs> there's there's <laughs> VIP.
0: Oh, wait, what? Crazy. Uh, Well, first, let's talk about the good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about where your literal feedback was directly taken and improved for KC. Will, do you want to well, talk I, about... I hope it was mine. I, I mean, dude, you literally voiced it. And probably others as well. But the fact of the matter is, it was acted upon.
1: Yeah. Tell us about the production tour. So uh, after Raleigh, I had mentioned that they kind of took us around and showed us the different areas. You know, like, this is the caster desk. This is where they do all the, like, the switching. We have this TV trailer. This is where our, our people who are working on the event and network settings and all this sit. But they didn't really go into detail in Raleigh. And Kansas City, they did. They talked about more, like, things the casters are hearing, what they're seeing when they're up there. Um, we actually got to go walk around the caster desk, which was pretty cool. Could see the screens embedded into the desk. Um, we went over to... Where else did we go? I'm blanking right now. I know we went in the back again, got to see, like, the the people who are running the network. Um, talked a little bit more about them. It was it was actually insightful versus like hey this is just our area, this is where we do things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was they, they brought a lot of insight to those areas and and what those people were actually doing there, which was really good. It was it was it, it felt like a much better tour than, uh, than Raleigh did, and of course the, uh, they brought everyone up on the on the main stage, but. <laughs> Oh, C9 yeah. was warming up on main stage and getting set up. So they're like, yeah, you know, just stay on this half because we don't want to bug them. No,
0: they said uh, they'll get in trouble if you if you go talk to them. Yeah. Like EE would get in trouble if you went and talked to them. I don't know how that takes place, but.
1: It's probably the partnership with the, because. The, if you wanted to talk to players, you're supposed to contact the like team manager. And stuff like that. So if they just had people going up and talking to them and interrupting them, they'd, they'd probably get complaints. Things like that would fall back on EE for allowing that tour to happen while they were on stage. They get the fuck off main stage. Yeah, just kick Cloud k- Nine, kick Cloud Nine off main stage. Sure. You have a
0: fucking practice room back there. Get back there, boys. Your fans are they are there to see you. All right. Huh. I'm just
1: kidding. Rules are rules. It is what it is. But yeah, um, the production tour, which was exclusive to VIPs, was much better. I enjoyed that a lot.
0: Yes. Definitely, definitely better. Um, but let's move on to the negative now and where the feedback comes into play. Uh, the lack of seats and screens. Do, do yeah. you want to talk about lack of seats oh, and screens? yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go in no, on please. it. No,
0: please. I've talked a lot. All right. Before
1: so VIP was, again, just like a. It was a – it was a barricade, but it had – Things on it this time that hung down, the black shade like the curtains almost, so that like they came up to your waist. So it wasn't just like a pull across rope.
0: And they had someone checking badges.
1: And they did have someone checking badges. Yep. Um, actually,
0: actually, checking badges, I might add. Every time we yeah. walked in there, can I see your badge? Can I see your badge? She's like, "You're good, hon." I'm like, thank you.
1: Yep. Um, but all it was was stand up bar tables. Yep. The VIP area was larger than Raleigh which was nice. you had more room to move around in there, Uh, but no seats in VIP. It was just kind of like a, it was more like a a VIP bar than it was like a seating or or like, you know, section really.
0: And the other thing too, is that it wasn't the only place you could get alcohol.
1: No, you could get alcohol in the venue itself. They had beer, beer and wine, beer and wine. Yeah. No, No, no hard liquor. No liquor. Yeah. Um, the LVT crew had the smart idea, and they just pulled chairs in there from the outside, so they were able to sit and watch the event from VIP.
0: Yes, and they were they were conducting interviews in there. Um, but they they stole, uh, they stole the. I I I, I don't mean stole like they they took chairs from uh I think from either the media area or the the general seating area because there's literally no fucking chairs in there. Um, it's stupid yeah Ziegler, we're gonna talk we're gonna be talking about it after this after the
1: after the topic the update yes uh, he means yes. um also welcome yes welcome so yeah I, I I mean Adam I got some great ideas for your vip section if you want to like reach out and media yeah and media which is coming up as well just, just let us know we can we can work on something here
0: <laughs> or why don't you reach out to him Exclamation point show notes in the chat. Zig. Uh, yeah. Well, you reach out to him,
1: you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, i was just hey Adam, that out there.
0: Reach out to us, bro. Getting DMs, dude. <laughs> that
1: was the joke. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, media, media. So, uh, we had media access, uh, yep. and there was a media area behind the HCS merch booth as a matter of fact. And this was also lacking. Um, The one thing I will say, the one positive I will say is that it was, technically speaking, it was a dedicated area that you could sit down, um, not be bothered, I guess, um, and try to get some work done. I say try because the Wi-Fi, the dedicated Wi-Fi was spotty as all hell, okay? To the point where it basically didn't work on Friday, And then it was just very spotty the rest of the weekend. Um, So, first of all, it was just incredibly dark. There was literally no lights. Um, There was spotty Wi-Fi, like I said. And then Will made a really good idea of, again, there were no screens to watch the games being played. So, Will, what was your suggestion for how they could improve media for future events? I mean,
1: realistically, it would be, one, putting just four screens on the wall with all the different streams on them. It's not like you have to run a ton of different cables. You can just have one PC, four TVs, have a stream on each TV. Or four smart TVs and just or have four, it going yeah. through the Twitch app. Yeah. Um, it would be nice. They had little, like, power outlets on the table. Which was awesome. Yep. It would be nice if you could run, like, an Ethernet, like, all the way back to the area and then have ports on those on those outlets so that media could plug right into... The internet. The and Wi-Fi was so lackluster. It would it would improve workflow, you know, a little bit. Yes. In um, the in the digital and
0: always connected age that we're in, it's like I don't I'm trying not to sound privileged, but it's really, really difficult to get genuine work done when you have a very, very spotty connection. It hinders basically everything. In the in the day and age that we live in right now. It's just it's just unfortunate.
1: Um but yeah, I mean, honestly, I think they had, they didn't have lights, right? Because it could have, there would have been this weird light coming from behind the merch booth because okay. it wasn't like a room. It was just no, it was behind cur- the curtain. it was curtains. Um, But like even just putting like a lamp on a table, maybe sure. something, but then, then again, maybe they expected to have something like Raleigh, a side room that was available for media that ended up not being there. Sure.
0: It was just lackluster, just uh, pretty poorly implemented, is what it felt like. Um.
1: But yeah, what do you got? Nothing. Uh, Beth says preach. Uh, she's probably talking about spotty internet because we know her how her situation yeah. is.
0: Beth, I don't understand how you could get anything done. Like, no offense to you, I I even said it. I, it was either in one of our like car rides. Like, I even I called you out by name, and I'm like. I wish you had better internet. Like I personally, I you weren't even there. I just wish that you had better internet. Because I can only imagine what you have to fucking go through. So it's it's oh God, it sucks. Um but yeah, all I'll say is the only silver lining is that at least there was an area. So there's that. Um so yeah, definitely room for improvement on that front. Let's talk about booths. Will?
1: Yeah, a little bummer on this one.
0: Lack thereof, in other words. So it was a KCP... It was a Kansas City event, okay? There is a Kansas City Pioneers team. So technically, there was a home... It was a home team, okay? It was like a home event for the Kansas City Pioneers. Regardless, maybe it's because they're not a partnered HCS organization, but there was not a Kansas city pioneers booth at the Kansas city event. And here's where I'm going to be a little peeved. I guess I get it. If the reasoning why, and we can ask Tashi about this too. If the reasoning why this wasn't a thing is because they are not a partnered organization, then I understand it within the venue. I get it within the venue. But to the Kansas City Pioneers organization, if there was any possibility of having a merch booth outside of the convention center, and what I mean by that is literally right outside the convention center, or you have a separate location, like a different type of store uh, or restaurant or whatever set up to have a little booth set up inside of it. Why didn't you fucking do that? You guys advertised that like you had you had like a little bit of a partnership with a restaurant around town, like get their mac and cheese and say we sent you or whatever, like the KCP mac and cheese or whatever it was, right? Or the KCP sandwich, whatever the thing was. Why the fuck didn't you have any type of location for merch set up? I'd love an explanation for that because the funny thing is, is that I saw a lot of people with KCP shit. I want that! I want to give you money for it! I couldn't do that! Cause nothing was there! What the fuck?! Oh my god! It's a quote-unquote home event and you didn't have fucking merch! You know who wasn't its home event? Optic Gaming! Where the fuck was your booth?! Now! Go ahead. Go oh, I was ahead to say
1: we, we did hear yes. that this was more on the optic side, that they kind of fell through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, or didn't plan. I don't know what, but to but, quote the person that we heard, they said
0: uh, op they said optic said that they shit the bed.
1: Go ahead. Um the other side of it is their merch is a little different now. They are more drops. Yes. They're not consistent, like, hey, we just have this available on our website all the time. So I think they're they're going more of that gaming slash lifestyle brand like a hundred thieves. Versus having booths everywhere, things available, they yeah. want it to feel more exclusive, but they have such a huge following that it feels a little weird.
0: It it, it seemed like one of the biggest dropped ball moments, like. You're right, and Beth talked about it too, where they are doing that drop stuff. And that's fine. I mean, I I got one of the hoodies. That's really cool, whatever. But you're one of the biggest organizations, and you're really kicking it off in Halo here. And people, people are thinking you're going to win the entire event. I mean, we are. We thought so. Obviously wrong. And you didn't have anything. I can't even believe I'm saying this, but at least at Raleigh, you had a few really dumbass looking shirts and a flag, but at K.C. you had literally nothing. Like, I'm, oh, dude, it's crazy to me. And I I am going to interrupt what I'm talking about. Zig, thank you so much for the prime sub. You get a woo! (laughs) Bringing the positivity back. Says, thanks. I listen to the pod all the time. Work doesn't let me watch the show live much. Hey, well, welcome to the fucking live show. Thank you so much. And for the follower earlier. God damn. Thank you. Optic, where the fuck is the merch, man? I'm so, it's crazy. It's just crazy to me. You just want that merch, man. Really (laughs) do. Like, I want to spend money on your stuff. And you don't even give me an opportunity to do so. That's what kills me. Like, it'd be one thing to have, like, that be the only booth there and I not want to buy any of it, but no, you literally didn't have anything and I want to spend money with you.
1: Um, I also want to talk uh, booths. They did have... So everyone that was there, Cloud9, Sentinels, Space Station Gaming, Big Game Energy, Rockstar, Phase, and then the HTS Mercer booth. There was also a Dolby booth. Yes, which was they had like a 3D audio type thing going on a big screen with Dolby Vision, Dolby Audio, Dolby, 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 baby. Um, what was really nice is they actually had Free For All going.
0: Sorry, you're good. You're good. You're good.
1: On the, on the sides of it, like they ha- on the front of the booth, they had this like the 3D audio, the the big screen. On the back of the booth was this like little area, you could sit, you could play Halo Infinite. And they were uh, showing off their soundbar that Josh knows the name of the Sonos Arc. Arc. That's it, Sonos Arc. And they had two play ones as satellites in the back as well. And then on the yeah on the sides of the booth they had four stations on each side, five actually, right? Four, five. What was I'm sorry. What was the question? The amount of stations they had for players. Yeah, and, they had a lot. Uh, so yeah. you could just walk up and there they had like basically a forever going free for all match, so you could just play, um, which was really nice that. You could get some things in.
0: That's <laughs> to answer Gazman's question. Yes, Gasman.
1: Well, uh, this is pertaining to booths too. So, did teams have it stickers? Too. All of them had stickers, I believe. So, all of them. Let's just go through it
0: real quick because I have them on my lappy toppy. I have we, some too. Yes. But. So we have. We've got Phase. We got Sentinels. Um, Space Station had new stickers as well. Make a Wish had stickers. Um, Dolby had stickers. Got one right here. Um, I have one on my laptop, but it's right next to the trackpad, so you can't see that one. Um, Penguin. Lydia had yeah. stickers of Penguin's emotes. Which was great. Yeah, so we got some of those. Um, another phase sticker, stickers on stickers on stickers, and then I'm gonna tell this story in a little bit. Yeah, you'll
1: hear the story about the the, the stickers.
0: The HCS specific stickers. Yes, Justin, they are. And boy, do I have a story to tell. That's- You can can have one. Didn't I give you some? Did you? Take Take a couple. I don't think... Did I get it? I don't... If you didn't, take a couple. I know I gave Dave some. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think I got any. Take a couple. I will. I have one. I have one, uh... Right here. On the bottom? Yeah, I'm on the bottom. Put it on the bottom? Yeah, because I, I don't want to cover the shit up on the top yet, and I have our logo right there.
1: See, I'm going for, like, Look at the, that. Boom! I'm going for the boom, ev- boom. evolving overtime backdrop here. Like, Oh, no, I hear you. I will eventually probably cover all of these and replace them with stuff as yeah. time goes on.
0: I just want, I'm waiting to do that until, like, I have, like, the other spots covered. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I'm trying yeah, to yeah. strategically place things first before I overlap, but yeah, I got the Boom! right there boom boom <laughs> oh boy brian He says, where's my sticker fuck you brian you can buy hts protox stickers at our store Woo!
1: oh uh, man. um but yeah the big game energy gave away oh that's right they had a booth an xbox they're like a new brand i guess yeah they're a they're a sugar-free energy drink right Yep. Yeah. They were there. The, uh, I don't know how else to say it other than overly flavorful. Sure. Uh, all well. Okay. Um, all of their flavors were pretty. Like, oh god, we had the cotton candy one in the car. Yeah, it oh. tastes like you're actually drinking cotton ta- candy taste and kind of that sugar feel on your mouth. Which,
0: yeah. Eh. But was, I, was, I had two sips and was like, I'm not doing this anymore.
1: It was cool that they were like, uh, you know. They were handing them out for free. They were, you know, just doing straight up promotion, mm-hmm. um, and then they gave away an Xbox too on their Twitter. So they did. Um, Space nice. Station also gave one away. Space Station gave a lot away. Gave a lot of stuff away. <laughs> uh, Connor gave a lot of Space Station <laughs> uh, stuff away. Shower Connor. We'll get there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, free samples of Rockstar if you wanted them. Free samples of
0: G Fuel. If you wanted them at a, the, w- as well at, at the, the Sentinels
1: booth. Yes. Which Huge shout kind out of, to Sentinels. Yeah, they were giving away uh like shakers.
0: They got one over there.
1: Um, individual packs, cans, the send stickers, um, and then like postcards. The postcards, the boom sticks as well. Yeah. If you they, wanted if you wanted to grab those. They, they the merch, people stepped it up for everyone this time, I think. Because Cloud Nine even had boom sticks. Yes. Cloud Nine was probably the
0: most improved because they actually had a booth.
1: Right, they didn't have one. No, at they Raleigh. had merch at
0: the HCS booth last time. That's right. And then E United was probably the least improved because they did have a booth at Raleigh, but now they literally had a hat and a sweatshirt at the HCS booth, which I'm wearing. Yeah, it's a great, <laughs> it's a great fucking hoodie. The it, back it, is probably one of the best looking designs that that I've seen. Well, now I gotta show it. Show it, man. Yeah, you gotta yeah, well, show that shit. Yeah. Shout out E United for having a uh, event specific hoodie. Look at that. Look at that shit. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I mean, their laptop's kind of the way of blocking the bottom portion, but it's fine. It's red and blue segments. Uh, HCS stuff on it. Really, really fucking cool. And then I'm wearing the uh, the KC-specific hoodie um, for Sentinels. Uh, Brady says they're literally handing out crates by the end. Uh, Space Station Gaming. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, all right. Talk about feature stations real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, screens were literally unable to read.
1: Yeah, you couldn't see scores, names, it was they were bad. They were they were just genuinely
0: bad. Like the UI doesn't help because the UI is so small and infinite. But like it was it was pixelated. It just it looked like absolute shit. It looked like you're almost watching like like a 360p stream. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. So if there was, if there was an area of improvement, like just figure out what's going on there. I don't know if you need new screens. I don't know if they were using led panels because on the fur, on the far left one, there were two vertical lines, Yeah, which made me believe that they weren't like, they weren't TVs. They were led panels that they were using. Now, I don't know, but either way they need to, they need to fix that for next event. Seriously. It did. It did it detracted from watching feature. Yep. Uh, Brian said, as someone who didn't know every roster by memory, it killed any interest in some of those matches. I don't know who I'm watching. Yeah, it was bad. It was just genuinely bad. Um, another feature station thing was, I guess I'll just, I'll, I put this as in the, from around the community segment, but I do want to shout this out. Uh, this is from lethal. As a matter of fact, he said, Every game on featured so far, we have someone's game freezing for 10 to 20 seconds, a few times a game while we just sit here waiting to know if we're ending the game. It literally feels like I'm playing social matchmaking, get a fucking grip three, four, three. So again, I don't know if that's literally every game on feature, but he wasn't the only one with that sentiment. I only Mm -hmm. included his comment because that was one of the first that I saw. But if you look in there, a lot of people had that problem. On feature station, so that did not instill confidence. Okay, um, speaking about instilling confidence, uh, let's talk about production overall of the event. Um, I just want to get the negative one out of the way first because we have a couple really cool ones that helped. Uh, the technical difficulties, while not as bad as Raleigh where we're waiting five, six hours for one fucking match to be played, they were still prevalent. They happened on main, they happened on feature, and I heard some instances of it happening in open. And again, main stage and feature stations, if I'm not mistaken, both, were using PCs. Yep. And open bracket was using Xbox dev kits.
1: So. Yeah, for for me, the the PC thing... Still concerns me. I don't know how. I, I it's obviously better, right? But it's still not to where it needs to be, right? Couldn't agree more.
0: Um, and then Gaz actually talked about something that is a good thing that we're going to talk about right now. Observer Felton looked much better this time around, in my opinion. That is what Gazman said. One hundred percent agree. It was it was remarkably better. Um, and I I, I couldn't find it immediately, but Adam. Adam Apicella from Esports Engine did put out a reply to a tweet, and that reply was: um, they only had, I, I think it said something. I might, I'm paraphrasing here. He said something around only having one instance of OBS available at Raleigh, which really hindered how things would go for Observer. Um, now with uh, KC, they had many, many more. So they were able to do a lot more with Observer in KC. And obviously it showed remarkably well during the broadcast. Um, and then also additional content during breaks is another thing I wanted to shout out. They really upped the bar this time around. Um, they had the player interviews with Legion, the Game Pass has PC games. Oh,
1: that was wonderful.
0: Really, really funny, really good. Um, and if you want to check those out, they're on the Halo Esports YouTube channel. Go check those out along with all the VODs, obviously. And then, um, the fact that because of the updates to like, because of what they were doing with OBS and whatnot and observer, when there wasn't something happening on main stage or they were waiting or whatever was happening, the analyst desk was able to immediately cut to a B, C or D stream and show those matches and commentate over them immediately. That was awesome. And that's exactly what Justin says.
1: Yeah, it we that's a lot of I heard that feedback after Raleigh from other people in the community too like why don't they show these B and C streams uh and they they nailed it. They absolutely they nailed did it. They did a great job this time.
0: They really really did. Um also I want to I I meant to ask Tashi this and I still want to uh whoever or the team behind the the individual or team behind the team intros with like that room that they were in. Oh yeah. I want to know who the people were involved in making that because I'm not kidding. This is going to sound stupid, but that shit just made me so much more amped to see them play. Like they just, I mean, obviously they weren't smiling or anything, but like they just looked dialed in the music in the background with the thump and bass and shit. Like it just got me locked in. To the match that was going to be taking place. Whoever or the team behind that, bravo to you guys. It was incredible. Loved it. Now, Snag would talk about how like the creases in the in, the, oh, the, in what, the wallpaper. Yeah, whatever they were using kind of detracted from it. And yes, it kind of did when you pay attention to it, but overall, so, so, so good. Just loved it. Um, and then the other thing from around the community, uh, was from Tashi, as a matter of fact. And Will, I mentioned this to you, obviously, before all this, that uh, one of the things that I wanted for feedback, one of the one of the pieces of feedback I gave that I wanted was I want the HCS team to immediately start gathering feedback as soon as an event is over, when it's fresh in everybody's minds. Right? And it, it couldn't have just been me because Tashi literally did that. And he said, as soon, basically, as soon as the Grand Finals were over, Tashi asked, for those that played in the open bracket, how was your experience in KC? Was it improved from Raleigh? How else can we do better? And a lot of people fucking replied to that. And that's awesome. Tashi, thank you. Thank you for doing that. And then also, I guess I'll just tease this right now. Um, our plan is to have Tashi on the show in June Um, to talk about, uh, Casey, um, the improvements from Raleigh, what can be done in the future, how he think the event went. Um, so please guys, I'm not kidding. You may not believe it, but yes. And and I'm not being a shill. They do listen. They do. We said it before. You may not like. there are people out there who consistently believe that they're not listening to me. They don't fucking care about me. They don't care about what I want. They don't care what about what I think. They're just going to do what they want. It's not true. They are genuinely listening. And they're not just looking at the Halo Waypoint forums. They're not. They're looking there, too. They're looking everywhere else as well. Provide your feedback. Please. And I don't even, even if you did not attend KC in person, it does not matter. If you spectated from home... Where is that feedback? Give the feedback as well. They're listening. And literally, the production tour for Will gathering feedback for me. They did it immediately. We saw immediate change. That's awesome and that that deserves praise. 100% that deserves praise. And yes, if you have, I'll just say this too. Because like I said we do have we do plan to have Tashi on uh next month. If you have feedback, if you have a question for him or anything like that, let us know. I can't guarantee that we'll do it, but let us know in the Discord server and uh if it's relevant to the conversation, we'll see about asking it. But please provide that feedback. They are fucking paying attention. I don't want to hear that they're not cuz they are. We t- when we talk to Sketch at at the event. Like He really wanted to hit the point home that you're not screaming into an empty void. You're not. They're paying attention to everything. They might not be able to get back to you right away, but they are listening. The only thing that I can ask, and like I'm not the greatest at this, but the only thing that I can ask is that you provide constructive criticism in a respectful way. Because yes, believe it or not, they do read the ones that are nasty. They do. They get it. But if you're respectful about it, at least at least you won't be making them feel like absolute fucking shit cuz they don't deserve that. So please, keep the feedback coming. They are listening to you. I promise. Will, is there any additional feedback you'd like to give on the event, encapsulated
1: as a whole? No. Um. Just to sum it up, production did great. Um. The only booth I felt was really lacking and didn't draw me in was Phase. Mm-hmm. Um. The VIP area needs more work. The the another weird thing is in Raleigh at the um the way the seating was. Is that they have the side chairs angled in. In Kansas City, here, they're all just facing forward. So if you sat on like the far left or the far right, they weren't angled towards the stage. You were like staring at nothing and had to turn, like sit awkwardly to look at the screens. Um, it, it, it may have been due to the space that was there, the amount of seats that were sold, et cetera, because um, they may have had, they would have only been able to have so many seats if they angled them, less seats um what else what else what else um I keep forgetting what I, I don't know it was a good time it was good yeah did you have fun I did have fun there
0: it was a long weekend it was it was a long really really fun weekend but like it, it was it, yeah it's definitely draining. In like not a negative way. It's just like it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Yeah. A lot to take in. Um All right, Will. Should we talk about some
1: stories? Sure, go for it.
0: All right. So, just as a heads up, uh that really is I guess it for like the overall impressions of the event as a whole. Um now we just have some really fun stories to share about the experience in KC in relation to the event. Um, and one of them, let's talk about stickers. So I have a massive love for stickers. Um, I, it's, it's free advertising. I, I just, I love getting stickers from different locations, different events, whatever it may be. Uh, it's a nice little thing to stick on something, be like, oh yeah, I fucking remember where I got that. And I think they look cool, Right. I love stickers, but the sticker that I haven't had that they fucking don't sell for whatever fucking reason is the HCS sticker. Just a standard HCS sticker of their logo. So I reached out to div on the HCS team. Shout out div by the way. And there was always the joke about how will you, would you, if you have them, would you bring them to Casey? Like if you had these stickers that somehow exist, would you bring them and I could take them off your hands and Casey, I'll buy them off you. I don't give a shit. I just, I want this. I want a sticker. And he said, I, I think he said like, I might be able to make that happen. And I'm like, Oh shit. Don't tease me because like I really like genuinely want this. So KC comes around, we're getting ready, and uh all signs basically pointed to Div having them. Like he brought them. And I'm like oh, I'm so excited right now. <laughs> he was, he was jacked. I was so stoked. So we reached out to Div and uh and uh, wait, this on Friday I think, wasn't it? I think it was on Friday. Yes. yes, it was. Yeah. And I reached out to him and I'm like, "Hey, um. Also, what's up, Grand? Welcome to the live show. Good to see you. Also, thank you for the follow. Uh, I I asked Div. I'm like, all right, where the hell are you, and where are those stickers? Like, I just asked him straight up, and he goes, hey, I'm a little busy right now, but we'll connect later, and uh, I'll get him to you. So, he brought them, and I'm like, oh, my God. Holy shit, it's happening. Later on... Um, I, I messaged him back and I'm like, Hey, I don't want to bug you like any more about this because this is just a stupid fucking thing that I want. But, uh, if we could connect after the day's done, I'd love to just get together with you and, and and, like get the stickers. The end of the day comes around and he's like, I'm at the space station gaming booth. I'm literally sitting next to you guys watching
1: a match take place. And I'm like, I gotta go. It's all he said. Yep. I gotta go. It, it felt like, it felt like so important. I was like, I, th- I think I need to follow him. So I got up and followed him.
0: So Will gets up with me and I'm trucking to the space station gaming booth. I'm trucking there. Guy, a space station uh, guy uh, at the booth goes, Hey guys, how can I help you? And I'm like, I'm looking for the HCS stickers. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I'm looking for Div." And he turns around, he points, and, and there's Div standing there. And Div turns around, and he's like, what's up? And I'm like, I'm here for the HCS stickers. <laughs> <Huh>. This <laughs> man had, like, Div had a look on his face of like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You want these that bad? Yes, Div. I wanted them that fucking bad. So Div takes out a bag.
1: Ziploc bag, a Ziploc bag gallon sized
0: it for the record. He didn't have a gallon full of fucking stickers, but he had a lot. He had a lot of fucking stickers in that bag. And he gave me like a third of the bag. It looked like of these HCS stickers. And I took them and I went on my merry way. (laughs) I come back. I hand a couple to Dave, Davey Wavy, and uh, I sit back down and I'm like, mission accomplished. I did what I set out to do at this entire event was bug div so much to get HCS fucking stickers because you cannot buy these. You cannot buy these. I wanted to buy them. Div, thank you for not making me have to pay for them, but like I wanted to buy them. Seriously, if you, if they put, I'm not kidding. If they put a sticker pack right now on gear.xbox.com, they have stickers for other Halo related things, but they had an HCS sticker pack on gear.xbox.com. I'd probably buy two. I'd probably buy two. Grant says quickly turned into the best day ever. It's serious. I'm not kidding. I've looked at divs like dead ass in the face. And I'm like, you literally just made probably my event. You, you made my day, if not the event. And I'm not kidding. His face. Again, gave me the look of, I cannot believe you are this excited about stickers right now. And I am. I still am. I love stickers. I do. And I will buy. I'm not kidding. Just put them on the store. I'll buy them. Simple as that. But also, shout out to all the other booths that actually had them. Oh, another funny thing about stickers, I'll just say real quick. The phase booth. They, uh, they didn't at first. Not on Friday. Nope. So I went up to them and I recognized the guys. And I'm like, hey, I asked you in Raleigh if you'd have stickers. And you said no. So I'm asking again, do you have stickers? And they go, you know what? I think we actually will on Saturday and Sunday. So if you come back on Saturday and Sunday, um, I'm pretty sure we're going to. And I'm like, oh, sick. But. Not only that, but the guy that was sitting there reached into his wallet and grabbed out a small face Clan sticker and he's like, here you go, you can have this one too. And I'm like, my man, my fucking guy, thank you. But not only that, I came back later that day and lo and behold, you had this one, which is the face Spartan and this one, the face Spartan helmet at the booth. Goddamn right. I picked him up. (laughs) Goddamn right. And shout out to everybody who who tagged me on Twitter about uh, the Lydia having the cloud nine penguin ones. Oh, you best believe I didn't even need to see the tweet. I was there. Dolby booth. The representative with her fanny pack.
1: Yeah, she had a fanny pack of stickers.
0: Yeah, she had fucking stickers. She gave us a lanyard, gave us a poster, and she's like, hey. You guys want some stickers? Ha, ha, ha. Do I want stickers? I think you scared her. No! We were on the same fucking wavelength. I don't know. She was ecstatic that I wanted stickers. Like, fuck yeah, I want stickers. They didn't only have one sticker, they had two. They had an event-exclusive sticker. I got stickers. Sentinels had stickers. A sticker. Right here. Goddamn right. (laughs) Fucking love stickers. Yes, you do. All right, Will. Hey, Snag, if you're listening to this, Uh, you might as well mute it now. Good old
1: dick twist. Yeah. So that was a thing all weekend. (laughs) Thanks, Connor. (laughs) Uh, Snag you. Snaggoo from. uh,
0: It's like ragu. It's like Snagoo. Snagoo.
1: Yeah. Met up with him in Kansas City at the event. Shout out, Reese. Yes. And he had his friend Connor with him. Yes. And I brought up that meme on Friday. And Connor did not let that go all the way through Sunday. He would just walk up and go, Good old dick twist.
0: Well, I think it started on Saturday because that's when we went to uh Updown. And it was in the car
1: on the way there. Oh, is it was it Saturday? Yeah. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, it, right. was, it was on the way there where it was brought up and Reese was like, Oh shit. And it literally Went all
1: weekend long. Will, what did we do at Up Down? Well, uh, we played we played a video game. What video game do you play? It was called Killer Queen. So, for those who don't know what Killer Queen is, it is a
0: incredibly popular arcade game where it's uh what it five v five five v five um and you have worker bees. Um, and the whole goal is to kill the queen bee of the opposite team or to, and there's other objectives you can do to win the game. Like you can collect berries. If you collect a total amount of berries that you need, Gazman gets it. Collect the total amount of berries you need, you win without killing the queen. Or if you move a snail, a certain amount of way you get, you win as well. Um, but the quickest way is probably just to kill the queen. Um, and so, uh, we played for the very first time. Yeah.
1: We've never played before. Uh, we popped off. Well, I will say we started off 0-2. We don't need to talk about that. But then it was reverse sweep from there. Yeah, we popped off. We popped off. We popped the fuck (laughs) off, baby.
0: (laughs) Uh, But the main thing I want to talk about with this is, so we're all on one side of the cabinet. Yeah. Okay. We had friends and colleagues on the other side of the cabinet. Yep. And again, we talk about Connor, Reese's buddy. Connor, the good old dick twist uh, who wouldn't let it go. He was nowhere to be found. Just disappeared. Okay, Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. And then just out of fucking nowhere. Again, Reese is playing queen on our side. So Reese Snagu is in the middle of us. Uh, and then you and me are on this side. Yeah. And then again, Connor's out of sight. Randomly. Connor just appears out of nowhere, out of nowhere in the corner of the cabinet, and all you hear him say is "Good all Dick Twist." And fucking Reese. Reese's face was just like from all happy go lucky to motherfucker <laughs> in a in a snap of a finger. It was so so fucking funny that. And again, it happened all night, all weekend. It was incredible. But Will, why was this dick twist moment so iconic? What was supposed to happen on Sunday?
1: Oh, so we were gonna do we were gonna try to recreate the meme. So if, if those who haven't seen the video, there's like a, there's like this dude, these two dudes at an MMA fight, one guy sitting in front, another guy's behind him, and the guy's just yelling, twist his dick! twist it. And, and then the guy's like, Oh my God, it's an MMA fight. And he goes, twist his dick. And you know, the guy the guy standing behind them, just goes, go, old dick twist. <laughs> we we're going to recreate that at the event.
0: Okay. We, should, we, we shouldn't say we. Okay.
1: C- Connor was yeah, going to say,
0: re- careful on saying we, we had nothing to do with
1: this. Connor was going to recreate this on Sunday.
0: Connor is a grown adult who can make his own decisions. And he was going to do this.
1: I was just going to film it because I thought yeah. it'd be funny. Uh,
0: well, it didn't happen. So it don't worry.
1: Yes, we're okay.
0: Well, it, it kind of happened. It kind of
1: happened at the space station booth when they were throwing out merch and doing their raffle.
0: But it's okay. He's like the new representative of space station anyway.
1: Yeah. Cause he bought more than he everything. Bought, he bought everything. All their shirts. Multiples. Multiples. This dude, they gave, I think that he said they gave him a discount. I don't know if they actually did or if that was his excuse, But then during, I I bet they did during the grand finals game right before game four, he stands up and just starts throwing out all the shirts. Anyway, it was so funny.
0: And we were joking uh, because we're sitting with the LVT guys watching grand finals. And we kept thinking to ourselves like, dude, what if they, I mean, I bet they don't, don't know that it's space
1: station merch that he's throwing.
0: Oh, well, you know, I mean, it's free merch either way. It's just like, it's just funny. Like,
1: yeah, but it was, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, he did, he did the dick twist meme at the Space Station gaming booth. And apparently he said like a couple people
1: joined in, but oh, that yeah, was it. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. It was funny. It was funny. Anyway.
0: Okay. You ready for the next one, Will? So, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, wait. wait go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no, no. No, we're good. Are oh, you sure? Yep, you're good. What were you going to say? I was going to get timeline and events. So, yeah, we're, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Let's move yeah. on. Okay.
0: Let's talk about Crocs. Okay. Yes. I'm talking about the shoes. Let's the, talk about Crocs. This does have relation to the event by the yes. way. Yes. It, it actually does. Will, have
1: you ever worn Crocs before? Never worn them, no.
0: Okay. I okay, technically I put my foot in my in one of my wife's Crocs, but I have never I've never put on a pair of Crocs that fit me. Okay. I think Crocs are fucking ugly. I never understood the trend with them. I think they're just dumb, to be completely honest with you. Reese Snagu, on the other hand, loves them. And when I mean loves them, I mean when the topic came up, he wouldn't stop talking about them. But let's preface this with a couple things. One, he'd said that he got his as an anniversary gift or a wedding gift or whatever it was, and he did not buy them for himself. And he also said he would never buy a pair for himself. So what he did say was try to get someone to gift them for you or what he said to me, you buy me a pair. I buy you a pair. Okay. Because he swears by them. So I thought it was just a fucking joke. I think they're just terrible. And then Reese told me about something called sport mode with Crocs. And for those who don't know what sport mode is, let me enlighten you like I was enlightened. Sport mode is when you look at a pair of Crocs, you know, the like the loop at the top of the croc. Well, you can flip that down to be like your heel support. Okay. That is sport mode. Okay. That's sport mode. It makes it so you can go zoom, zoom in them without them worrying about flying off. Okay. That's sport mode. I thought it was a joke. I did not think sport mode was real. But apparently, it is real, just like the Jeep wave, where if you have a Jeep and you pass somebody in a Jeep, you give them the Jeep wave, same thing. Okay? Or you said a motorcycle thing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a little wave, motorcyclists do.
0: Okay. Apparently, it's a known thing. Apparently, it's a known thing. So, Guy Blaze, the host... For HCS Kansas city. We were at the, uh, we were at like the hotel bar where everybody was gathering after the event had concluded. And I'm standing there with Reese and and the guys and Reese looked at me and he's like, Hey, take two cha-cha slide steps to the right and look down. And I'm like, what? And there's guy blaze with fucking Crocs on. And I'm like, no fucking way. And Reese looked at me, he's like, it's real. It's fucking real. And I'm like, no fucking way it's not. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go ask him. So I walked right up to Blaze. I'm like, hey man, first off, great job this weekend. Did a phenomenal job. Because he did. Everyone did. But I have to ask you. Really? The Crocs? And he's like, oh fuck yeah, dude! And I'm like, okay. And he said they're really comfortable, like Justin said. He said that they're really comfortable, and he says they have great, uh, um, heel support. And I'm like, okay, wow. And then Reese and him were talking, and Reese was like, oh, you have lined? What you get lined or not lined? Like you can get lined Crocs. Like, fur-lined or whatever the fuck. Huh. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I don't go lined. I'm like, okay. This conversation's fucking weird. And then it got even more weird because then they started talking about indoor Crocs and outdoor Crocs. Having two pairs of Crocs. And then Guy Blaze gave me the whole rundown of how the mentality of Crocs is. Because he started like us. They're fucking ugly. I would never wear them. Then it got to... I have a pair. I'm only going to wear them inside because I don't want anybody to see me in these fuck that. And then it comes full circle where fuck it. These things are super comfy. I'm going to go run some errands in these. And then you never stop wearing them. That is literally what he said. Okay. So I'm losing my mind. I am laughing hysterically and losing my mind because I cannot believe this. And then, and then I said the thing. That really set it off. In the back of my mind, I kept thinking about how Reese told me about sport mode. And I thought it was the dumbest sounding thing in the fucking world that I couldn't believe it, it was a real thing. So I just looked at blaze dead in the face. And I said, okay, who about sport mode? Blaze dead ass looked at me and he goes, Oh fuck. Yeah. Sport mode. And, and he fucking, he takes off his Crocs Flips the, flips the flap down, puts his feet back in, and starts scooting around the fucking floor going sport mode. I'm like, what is happening? And Reese looks at me and he's like, I fucking told you. I'm like, what? It's a real thing. Sport mode on Crocs is a real thing.
1: Holy shit. Josh didn't know about sport mode. I didn't know about sport mode.
0: Justin says, I wear mine at the lake only, but also I'm basically married. So who cares about impressing other people? No. And you shouldn't, you shouldn't care about impressing other people anyway. Um, And apparently they're like waterproof. So like, I, I like they're advertised as, yeah, you can wear these like to like boating or whatnot. I think like I looked up the history of them and that was the, that was the point was that they were made for boating first, and then are you looking them up right now too? Yeah, I'm just looking up. Yep, I did the same thing today. I looked them up. I didn't buy anything. I just looked. Holy shit! So yeah, sport mode's a thing on Crocs. All right, is there anything you
1: want to talk about with Crocs, Will? No, I. Just, that whole conversation was just like, oh my god, this is happening. Yeah, I still, I still can't
0: believe it. I still can't believe it.
1: I can't believe it. How like shocked you were by just croc. It's croc culture, man.
0: Yeah. Well, just the fact that guy blaze was literally wearing them and how perfect a scenario. The it fact was. We
1: just had the conversation yes. and then he walks in with crocs. Yes. It could
0: not have happened better. And the last, the last story I want to share, um, was, and I'm going to preface this and I'm going to say, and I genuinely believe this, this is probably the coolest the coolest Halo Esports experience I've ever had. Ever. In the years that we've been doing the show, in the years that I've been following Competitive Halo since I was a kid, basically, this was probably the greatest moment I've ever had in my Halo Esports tenure, as it is. After the event, like I said, we're at the bar, we're at the hotel bar, where the players, the fans, everybody's hanging out and talking and chatting, having a good time, drinking, whatever it is. Uh, Will goes outside for a minute, and I told Will that in case you see anybody, just, you know, I I, I don't know why I said this, but I said, chirp, chirp. Uh, and I, I told, like, just chirp up. Let us know. Like, if, if you just see somebody cool and you want to strike up a conversation, just let us know. Um, So then Will goes outside oh. and... I, I tuned in at the perfect time. You did. Snags, you here. Well, you, miss, you missed
1: the Crocs story and the Connor story and the Connor story of Dick twist. He's going to promptly leave. Now that I you know, did that.
0: I know. Also uh, stag. We did not talk about pineapple on pizza, which I know would heat you up as well. But yeah, you, lit, you, you just missed the fucking Crocs story which was amazing. Uh, but yeah, so like I, like I said, this was probably the greatest moment I've ever had my entire esports. Halo esports tenure. Um, will goes outside for a little bit and Reese and I are chatting with one another. And, uh, I never noticed, but will texted us. Um, and he said, yo, uh, optics outside. Like, Oh, sweet. Okay. Uh, you come back inside. You say, Hey, optics outside. We're like, Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, so we go outside, um, and snag, uh, fucking like, uh, so clutch was talking to the boys. Um, just about like the competitive format, uh, things he'd like to see improved. I don't want to speak for him, so I'll just leave that at that. Um, and, uh, he, he was quoting something and you and snag, I think chimed in and finished the quote that he was doing.
1: So I think that was more
0: snag. Well, either way, finish the quote that he was talking about. Um, and we just all pop a squat and we're just hanging out. And, Formal and Lucid are standing there, Um, and they're just talking. They're just talking. And everyone else was in a different conversation, but these two were talking about how to be better teammates for one another, how to increase morale within the team, just being a better team in general, and none of it was negative. None of it was how about how poorly they did within that series. None of it was what they're placing at the event. It was all positive. It was all just them being teammates together, them being better for their team, them gassing their teammates up, providing feedback to their individual teammates the way that they need it. And I was locked in. They didn't know I was listening in. But while the other conversations were happening, I'm just sitting there and I'm just listening to them talk. Because you don't hear this stuff, right? You don't see these experiences behind the scenes of what goes through their minds on how they become a better team. You obviously try to see it in the gameplay... And the scrims and the tournaments and everything, but you don't necessarily get to hear their their communication to one another as teammates. And we got to experience that firsthand. And so they were talking, they were talking, they were talking. And at one at one point, I just I had to I had to stand up, and I'm like, I just went up to them and I'm like, hey guys. I'm really sorry for like snooping in on the conversation. And formal looked at me and he goes, "How long were you listening for?" And I'm like, "Oh, probably just like a few minutes or so." He's like, "Oh, you probably caught a lot there, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did." He's like, "You probably like were locked in on that, huh?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was, yeah, I was locked in on that." And he goes, "Oh, that's cool. I don't really, I don't really talk a lot about this." And I'm like, yeah, I just, I wanted to say to you guys that I love how you're not focusing on how the tournament went. You're focusing on how to be better in the future. You're focusing on how to be better for each other. Literally no ounce of negativity was in that conversation whatsoever. And at that moment, it was at that moment that I knew that Pistola stuff notwithstanding, them picking up Formal was a good decision. Formal was talking to Lucid on how to be just a better leader in the game as well. And Formal talking about his previous experiences. And then, Will, what was the line that you remember that he said basically at the end of the
1: conversation? This isn't... This isn't the whole thing. It's the first thing. This isn't the whole thing. It's the first thing.
0: This is the first event of many. This is the first one of them as a full team together on land. Yeah, the results didn't go that the way that they wanted, obviously, but they didn't dwell on that. All they want to do is get better, but not just for themselves. They want to get better for each other. I'm not going to say what formal actually said word for word, but formal did say something on how to get trippy amped up. And like, it's, it's the little things like that. It's the little things like that. in the conversation that they had where I just sat back and I just had to just listen to it because you don't get those moments. We see the gameplay. We see the tournaments. We watch their streams but it's those moments that we don't get to see all the time. The peeling back of the curtain a little bit to see the inner workings of an actual team functioning together. And like I said, that was, that was easily the best moment I've ever had, ever had within all the years that I've been following this fucking scene.
1: So yeah, I just wanted to share that. No, it was it was a great moment. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of insight. It's it's like you said, it's great. They're focusing on moving forward. You, can, I could tell by the body language that they were feeling pretty defeated. Um, I don't think you were there. What Trippy and APG were there beforehand? Yeah, and they they got up and left. But Trip, Trippy was kind of like in that like. Punched overhead down look.
0: Oh, APG was like that, sitting a, on the a, side.
1: APG was sitting down. And he didn't say could, a word when I was over there. They were. You can tell they 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 they're hungry, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that they, they they're talking it. They talked it through. They know what to do moving forward. Um. I. Th- I want to see them do great things. Really, really do with the with the with the way that. That was like so inspiring to hear. Like, I don't know. Yeah, really cool moment. Really kind of surreal moment to be to be there in that. Just when when that went down, right. It's that's the perfect word for it. It was surreal. Yep, it was surreal. Snag says
0: it was surreal, even being near that environment.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
0: It, it the the energy, even in defeat, the energy that that moment gave off for me.
1: It's like hero shit, right? It literally
0: was like you have one of the greatest FPS players of all time controller FPS players of all time informal talking to one of the up and coming best controller players of all time. In my opinion in lucid and they're just talking about just how to be better for the team and for each other. It's, makes me really, really excited for what that team can potentially do in the future. And that really proved, that really, really proved to me that we already knew that Formal was a good leader in a game, but that proved that Lucid wants to be that and more, you know? Because, I mean, you obviously know, Lucid's looking at Formal like, I'm I'm taking his word. Like, yeah. I'm listening to what he's saying. And they, yeah, they it was great. It was best moment I've ever had. Yeah. Easy peasy. Is
1: that gonna close out our topic? I think it might Everything, actually close out the topic. Anything anything on H or yeah, HCS Kansas City you want to say before we move on. The
0: last thing I do wanna say, and I said it at the end of uh day three, is that I wanna give a massive, massive thank you to everyone that worked to the event. Every single person, whether it be security at the convention center, you guys were all helpful. You guys were all, uh, res- like, were- I hope people were respected to you. Okay. I really do. But you guys were all nice to talk to. Um, shout out to everybody that worked the event, uh, the staff, the, the uh, the talent, Um, everybody behind the scenes, you do not get enough praise for what you do. You deserve more praise. Guys, I want to say this. If you are still listening or still watching, whatever it may be, please listen to what I am saying. If you are at an event in person, hell, I don't care if you're, even if you're watching at home, make sure you thank the production crew and everybody behind the scenes for doing what they do, because the event wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for them. You wouldn't have the four streams going on simultaneously if it wasn't for them. You wouldn't have all the audio syncing up correctly if it wasn't for them. You wouldn't have anything going on if it wasn't for them. So please give them thanks. And if you're at an event live, go give them fist bumps. Tell them you appreciate them because they don't hear it enough. I'm telling you that. They, Like Lethal, they do a lot of dirty work for that team. Okay? Give them the praise. Shoutouts to all the players. You guys put on, you guys all put on phenomenal performances. Everybody in the open bracket fighting your fucking hearts out. Love it. The EU team's making top eight. That's fucking awesome. Keep that momentum going, please. To the Chiefs and Navi, you'll bounce back. Put that work in. You got the talent. Do it. I believe in you, truly. I believe that you guys can do better. I know you can do better. And I know you want to do better. So yeah, to the to everybody that had a hand in making the event possible, thank you. Thank you very much. It was one of the greatest weekends that I've experienced in competitive Halo. Bar none. Thank you so much. That's how that's how I'm ending it.
1: All right. Anything you want to add? Um, It was truly a great experience being out in Kansas City, uh, getting to go to the event. Uh, Something I was going to mention earlier that I didn't get to, but the the KCP home crowd really brought it for the open bracket. You'd be sitting watching main stage, and the the open bracket cheers would be louder than what was going on over there. Um, And the
0: feature station screams.
1: Yeah, the feature station screams. That's what that's. Yeah. For KCP and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrapped my United Jersey on the wrong day. (laughs) We both did. I was just covering it up with a sweatshirt. So I was wearing my United Jersey while United played K, uh, KCP on main stage. And I was just surrounded by pioneers fan. I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die out here. (laughs) Someone's going to, um, well, yeah, it was, uh, shout out to that home crowd for bringing the hype that weekend. and, yeah, with even with the with the problems that happened with the delays, it was overall pretty smooth. We didn't have you know a four hour delay from a crash or anything like that. Hopefully, the PCs are getting to the point where they can hold up. Do I think the Xbox dev kits would have been better for this event until everything's perfect? Yes, but it ran relatively smooth overall.
0: And then uh, to add to that too, uh, I believe some of the uh, a good amount of the pros were talking about how much they enjoyed playing on PC over series X's that everything just felt more smooth from a gameplay experience. Um, because of frame rates, visual fidelity, whatever it may be. Uh, so, Hey, as long as the game doesn't fucking crash. Awesome. Yeah. Love it. Or Josh, when optic got eliminated. Yeah. Zip up jacket.
1: Yeah. I switched to an overnight oats. That, sweatshirt. So I went up to lethal,
0: uh, we we're outside the the convention center, and I went up to Lethal to just get a pick. And uh, and he even looked at my jacket. He's like, "Hey, nice jacket, man." And I'm like, "Yeah, thanks." I'm not gonna lie to you. I have an optic jersey underneath this right now, but I didn't want to tell you that, so I just have this zipped up. And he's like, "Well, I hate it. I hate it now." And I'm <laughs> like, "That's fine." How does it feel that you're not gonna get dropped from your team now?
1: Yeah, he, yeah. Made, he cracked a couple of jokes. And we're about just goofing. it, yeah, it was just good. Goofing.
0: It was great. Um, but oh no, lethal, lethal, good dude. Stop the fucking hate on him. Seriously. Um, yeah, great, great fucking event, man. Oh, also fucking shout out to everybody that we uh, spent time with over there too. Snag, uh, Brian, Davey Wavy, um, the LVT crew, uh, Connor, I'll throw in there. Why not? Uh, the guys from the guys from ESL shout out to you guys. Uh, the guy from, um, fucking, I think it was Hunter. Hunter. Uh, from fucking Siege GG, believe that was his name. Yeah. If I'm if I'm misremembering, I I totally apologize. You're right. Uh, Maddie can't forget Maddie as Maddie. well. Um. Yeah, just a phenomenal, just a phenomenal, phenomenal weekend. Just a phenomenal fucking weekend. Barbecue is pretty good too. Q39 was the best place we went to. Agreed. Yeah.
1: Joe's is okay. Yeah, fine for what it was. Shout out to the Big Biscuit. Oh, if you're ever in Kansas City and need a breakfast spot, go to the Big Biscuit. Go to the Big Biscuit. It's wonderful. Highly Um, recommended. Shout out to our waitress. Just super
0: fucking cool. Uh, Place Pokemon Go, from what we heard from a conversation. Yep. Just super lighthearted just oh man she was awesome yeah the big biscuit was dope eat there really good food genuinely really good food too um i'm probably forgetting stuff but the event was just amazing overall oh you know what fuck it we should say this too we probably had the best game of quick play in our entire lives oh yeah it was what 50 to 20 something and we had all the kills. Yeah, each of our teammates had a breadstick. Yep. Each of our teammates, our other two teammates had one kill apiece. That, we had the best game of quick play we've ever had in our entire lives. Nothing will So, yeah, that's that.
1: 48 kills be- or 47 kills between the two of us? Yeah. No, 48. No, 48. 48 yeah, between kills between the two of, of us. us. Yeah.
0: Jesus. Yeah, that's fucking insane. Absolutely insane um snag says you boys absolutely made my weekend a hundred times better thank you guys for hanging out with me and putting up with connor easily a trip i'll never (laughs) forget and dude i like i said and we we're not going to do the back and forth on this but thank you for being there as well uh having having somebody there that swears as much as i do was awesome uh because i swear a lot if you haven't figured that out on the show yet um and snag being from new york also swears a shit ton so it's awesome and you also say Mario, which was weird. So that was funny. Uh, Beth says, a dream hack I went up to get a pick with him, APG and Hitch. Lethal was talking to someone I didn't want to interrupt, so I asked APG for a pick first. Then went to Lethal and was like, hey, is it cool if I get a pick? And he said something like, yeah, I was gonna uh, be so pissed if you wanted one with him <laughs> and not me. <laughs> nice. Uh, that's just his humor. You should have just been like, never mind, I'm good. And just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> like ruin his entire weekend. Like fuck. They're just kidding. All lethals. Yeah, Tony's cool, man. Yeah, but yeah, it was a, it was a hell of a weekend. All right, we'll put the stamp on the event. Um, and let's move on to some regular news. Okay. Um, first up, let's get the good here. Xbox and Bethesda game showcase has been announced. It's by Xbox. Catch the Xbox and Bethesda game showcase on June twelfth. So they are going to be doing like a faux E3 type dealio. For those who don't know, Microsoft bought Bethesda. So they're the same thing now. Um, I imagine there will be a lot of Starfield that is being shown because that game's coming out uh, supposedly this year. 11-11-22, I think, is the date, if that doesn't get pushed. Um, And then maybe, I doubt it, I highly doubt it now because Season 2 just released, but maybe... We'll get something Halo Infinite related. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? All right. Halo Infinite season two is available right now. It released today. There are patch notes. Let's talk about um from a competitive and ranked standpoint. Will, I just have some bullet points here. We'll walk through them. Okay. Yep. BR melee damage has been increased in ranked specifically. The reason because of this, because I've been seeing a lot of confusion. I apologize for adding to that confusion. This is partly my fault as well. For those who don't know, there was a 10% melee damage reduction across all weapons in the sandbox. Okay? Across all modes. Okay? Ranked, social, doesn't matter. 10% melee reduction for all weapons. One of the main points of this was to make uh, the Mangler a two-shot melee to kill instead of a one-shot melee to kill. And then they increase the BR melee damage probably back to where it was after the 10% reduction to keep the two-shot, it has to be all bullets in both shots fully registering, hitting, and then a melee to kill in ranked only, okay? There you go. Apparently there was an there was a found issue with melee trades and them not happening when they should be so melee trades are apparently going to be more frequent okay so they it uh, apparently it doesn't care anymore like if a person had more health versus not having more health it's more than likely going to end in a trade now so yay mangler ammo has been reduced along with the amount you can have in reserves also been reduced. But the thing is, it's not like incredibly drastic. Yeah. Um, Slide speed velocity has been reduced. Now I've been seeing a lot of confusion around this as well. And I bet you've been seeing a lot of uh, disdain online regarding this change. So let's break it down a little bit. Curb riding as we've seen other state shyway, McWin, others in the community Curb sliding appears like it is still intact, has not been changed. Okay, curb sliding still intact. What has changed? And I was watching uh, UberNick stream today, and it appeared as though it didn't change
1: that much. Okay, no, I tried it myself. I was gonna say I didn't notice a ton of difference.
0: That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. So supposedly, what has changed is that the velocity of the uh, slide that you do will reduce the amount of speed that you get. So, curve sliding, still intact. Cool? Cool. The velocity of which you slide down a ramp supposedly has been reduced. So what this means is, when you do a slide, let's take Live Fire, for example, and your top tower, and you sprint off top tower into the steps uh, leading into dummies on Live Fire, you would get a massive momentum taking you basically to camo or west, whatever's spawning on the pillar. Now, supposedly that speed has been reduced based off the velocity that you have going down the hill. Same thing for when you're just on the base platform going to the same stairs on live fire into dummies. It should, your velocity, um, your speed of which the, the of the slide should be reduced. I don't know how much. And from what I'm hearing, it's not a lot, if
1: at all. I mean I hit a I hit a ramp boost that like flung me like I, I couldn't really even tell the difference much. There you go. So I, I don't know.
0: There you go. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Um Ravager is now a two burst kill. Probably has to be direct hits, huh? I imagine, but it is a two burst kill. Oh, Pretty right. nutty. Yeah. We always said it needed a buff.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was irrelevant. Yeah, and now it got a buff.
0: The drop wall will now be stronger and deployed faster.
1: I have noticed both in my play today. Have you enjoyed both in your play today? We're um, kind of indifferent about it? Yeah, kind of indifferent about it. Um, The time to take it out and throw it and for it to hit the ground has not changed. But it shoots up a lot faster. Oh, it shoots up faster. Okay, then from when it hits the ground. Got it. I think the the buff needed to be the throwing it out. Sure. Justin does say it's a lot stronger. Um, I guess I really haven't realized how I haven't. If I see one, I just like okay, fuck that. They have an advantage. I'm going around. Sure. I don't try to shoot through it. I have to give it a shot.
0: See yeah. what it is. Um, the overshield has been increased to 3.5 times. What this means is that it is an increase from 3.0 times to 3.5 times. That means it's an extra half bar of shields, basically, is what you are getting from the OS. Mm-hmm. And I still see it depleting as fast as it did. So, like, as soon as you get it, it starts, it starts going. It can take a few bursts from a BR now.
1: Really? Yeah, you should just take
0: one, right? I think so. Yeah, to, to shoot out the panel. Yep. Yeah. What's up, Shio? Welcome.
1: Um, the problem, uh, the problem I have with overshield, it's great in four before. Problem yep. I have with overshield is last Spartan standing. Ah. Uh, you can bank multiple.
0: And yeah, because they they come in the drop pods, and drop yeah. pods are all over the place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So people are just like, "Oh, I have OS for half the game." It's a problem.
0: Huh. So the banking finally doesn't work out. <laughs> wow. We've finally come full circle on this shit.
1: Um, okay. There's that. And maybe the way the game's playing, I, I feel like they meant it to be a lot like campier, slower. Uh, but it, yeah. it's it's Halo. Everyone's rushing each other, you know? And then if you don't rush people, you don't get your weapon upgrades. So sure it's sure. tough. I can understand that.
0: Um the next piece. Rockets ready and fire faster from pickup. Okay. Obviously, I haven't played any of it yet, but I love the sound of that.
1: Yeah, because there's be times like you would get rockets. They would be on your shoulder and you're like jumping, Mm -hmm. but it just like doesn't fire quite yet.
0: Yep. I love, love, love the sound of that. That's awesome. Um, Land servers are apparently more stable. So hopefully that is the case. There are custom games improvements that have been made where to the, uh, to the point where you won't uh, be joining a, a different team than intended. So that's cool. If that works, apparently there are theater improvements as well. But the funny thing is that it literally, I saw a tweet saying that theater's still broken. So take that as you will. And then finally, there are some Academy additions and improvements as well, including um, unlimited weapon, um, unlimited time weapon drills. Um, there is also additional options for bots. Um, you can change their starting weapon. You can change their secondary weapon. So you can finally kind of make it like a ranked uh, experience. bot experience. Yeah. Yep, which is awesome because that's something I literally asked for um, as we were playing. Like I think it'd be really cool if you had like a like ranked bots instead. Um, so now you can you can make that a little more so. So that's awesome to see as well, um, along with plenty of other tweaks and whatnot. You can check out all of the patch notes in the Google Doc of the show to the show by clicking the link that we have in there, if you were any at all interested. Um, the big contention, though, and something that wasn't that I think was actually called out uh, that I forgot to include in here is that they also removed um, skill jumps that were present in the game. Um, And I have a list. Give me one second, because I just forgot to put it in the show notes, but uh, Lucid put out a list, and here they are. Streets Pete's Jump. No longer can do it. Live Fire Key Door Jump. Can no longer do it. Live Fire Screen Jump can no longer do it. Bizarre red big door jump. Nope. Same thing with blue big door jump. Nope. And ramp drop slides have been nerfed. But again, we haven't really hurt. We haven't felt much of that apparently. And then he also asked, who asked for a single one of these? We don't need to get into it, but I don't think anybody asked for them.
1: No, but developers have ways they intend intended their maps to be. Right. Right.
0: Right, 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 right. So, yeah, I just wanted to point that out, that that is a bigger thing. Also, Shio states it as well. Uh, and Snag, um, what's going on with the BR not shooting sometimes? Uh A dead zone issue, apparently? I haven't played anything yet. Frankly, I'm a little afraid to touch competitive. And Shio replied with, yeah, it's triggered dead zone. They added something for it, and it's screwing everyone up. Will... You experience this, please. Let us yeah, know. I,
1: I, I, Through my play today, now I, I started playing from the moment it dropped to the moment I had to come here. I only had it happen once where my BR didn't fire. I switched the dead zones and I haven't had have it, had the words, haven't had it happen since. Um, And that's if you move, I think it's the the first one, which I think is the inner to 1% and move the outer to 50 all the way down and I haven't had an issue since. Uh, again, I don't know if it's there, and I just haven't come across it again, but I haven't noticed it. All right. Um, Stag says,
0: absolutely horrible move. Comp Halo is going mad on Twitter. Oh, I've been seeing it ever since the patch notes got released. Mick kind of started the train off with the uh, finding of the curve sliding being nerfed. And it just skyrocketed from that point forward. Um, and Snag also says, apparently it's not even just the BR, but yeah, still weird this is even an issue. Like, I love the idea of adding additional options. I mean, their UI sucks at handling it, but I love the idea of adding additional options. That That's great. It gives people more uh, control over what they can do, yeah. right? But yeah, if it breaks something that's fundamental to the playing of the game, that's... If, if that is the underlying issue, because I've been seeing, I bet you've seen this too. We've been seeing reports of this has been an issue before the patch as well. Like before the dead zones got added. This has been an issue before. People have been saying. They said people thought we were crazy, but no, this, we've experienced this too somehow. But if this is the actual issue that's causing it, then hopefully this gets addressed very, very quickly. Because if you are literally missing shots because they're not registering, like you, like you pull the trigger and nothing happens, that's very, very bad.
1: Yeah, I think those were the I think those were the big ones. So, um, at this point, we'll just wait and see if there's a, a blog or an update that comes out in the next week or so, seeing what's being done. Speaking of blogs, will, oh boy, um,
0: a blog post that was never uploaded as of yet that we were told would be out before Kansas City that is still not out yet. And I'm going to verify. Yep, it's still not out yet. Um, We still do not know where King of the Hill is going to be played in the HCS. Um, And we also do not know what is being removed from the map and mode combinations in the HCS. Uh, There was supposed to be an HCS blog. Again, this was confirmed twice or three times by, I believe, Tashi and Hines. That the blog would be released before Casey, um, and that blog has not yet been released. So as of right now, we do not have confirmed information as to where that is going to be played, King of the Hill, that is, and we, I guess, we still don't know what Catalyst is going to be played with, um, and we don't know what is being removed. And Shio says that he's here in King of the Hill and ranked as every map except Catalyst. Yes, that is true. That was in the blog post as well. But we're talking specifically for the HCS. Um, yeah, Shio, you're right. I thought Catalyst was a King of the Hill map, and apparently that's not the case. They showed it in the trailer as being on Catalyst.
1: I thought it was a King of the Hill map too. Yeah. and then um, right. it, it might be. It might be. Maybe uh, in social.
0: Uh, Beth there, says, I've been seeing... Oh, sorry. Go- I'm I'll sorry. Say
1: there is a King of the Hill playlist out right now. There is. So There is. So is Catalyst in there? That's the question.
0: Beth says, I've seen people say they remove Bizarre Slayer. I actually think I saw... It was King Nick or King Jay say the same thing. I'm pretty sure I saw that today as well. But again, not. we haven't seen anything confirmed by the HCS yet. And then she says, unfortunately, Slayer was much better on that map than CTF. That would have been my pick to remove. We're in a fucking agreement on that.
1: We also have to remember that if it's removed from the rank playlist, it might not be the same that's removed from HCS. They have their own settings. Yep. This is not a
0: direct one-to-one. Correct. It is not a direct one-to-one. And until we have a direct confirmation from uh, from the HCS on what, is being, on what uh, King of the Hill is being played on, what Catalyst is being played with, and what is being removed in terms of map and mode combination... It's all speculation at this point in time. Have you
1: played Catalyst yet?
0: I literally have not played at all. Oh, gotcha. All gotcha. I did was, as soon as the patch was available, I installed the patch, I launched the game, <laughs> I spent a lot of money, and I bought the premium pass and every HCS pack.
1: Wonderful. I said I was going to do it.
0: Um, and I hate
1: myself for it, but I did it. I went on Catalyst with bots first to try it out, get sure. the, get the feel. How was the uh, feel? I like it a lot. Ooh. Um, I like that. It, it's, it, I think it, it's going to be a tough map. It's a lot different than what's out there now. Okay. Um. It is symmetrical, right? Yes. Okay.
0: That's what I thought.
1: You're going to need some good teamwork. Some really good teamwork. I heard move, it makes the dream work. To move around that map. So. Uh, yeah, I did, uh, I had a couple games on it. Maybe, uh, I, I know I did a, uh, tactical Slayer match on it. One with BRs, one with Manglers. Worked well with BRs. Good. Manglers I like that. made it work, you know? Okay.
0: Uh, did you ever
1: fall off the map? From lag? Yes. Oh God. No. I made. I jumped up. I about, I about made, like, I was going to make this jump. And, you like, know. I started to clamber. And my screen went, and I was falling.
0: Still a beta, guys. <laughs> it's not. It's not a beta. Snake says, okay, Connor. Yeah. sheo feeling the scene one pack at a time. That's right. That's right. That's has been there many times. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh man. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you overall enjoy the map though. Um, I'm glad you said it works well with BR's a uh, first impression because that just makes me excited because that's our scene, right? Yeah. BR starts competitive. The map's going to be in there right
1: away. Super stoked for that. Super stoked. Yep. Um, at least on, um, on the bot, or the what do I call it? The the, the, the our, academy. The academy. Yeah. It spawned with Gravham on one side, sniper rifle on the other, and overshield bottom mid.
0: I like. I like. Uh, you know, even starts.
1: Yeah, but the Gravham versus sniper, uh, depending on what area you go to the map, each can be viable. Absolutely. So yeah, you definitely have ways. Um.
0: Shio says, I "Honestly, don't know if I'll buy one of these packs. I don't know if the weapon charm is enough to convince me. And I mean, hey, you can't even use the weapon charm with a, you know, with the
1: with the kitted weapons. So there's that. Oh yeah, skewer as a competitive weapon. And did that end up on construct? Construct? What do you mean, construct? Hill free map? Construct. Just correlation. Uh, no, I've I uh, catalyst."
0: You're not the only person who said construct uh I've heard comparisons to
1: narrows, yeah, there's a couple of lanes that like you look down and like I had to like whoa,
0: yep I've heard comparisons to that I've heard comparisons to construct, which when both those maps get said, like my tingly bits get all happy it, and excited. It, it made me feel like a h three map and then I hear the comparisons to epitaph, and then my tingly bits don't feel good anymore. Because that map
1: sucks. I forget which one that is.
0: Oh, that map was the super long hallway where you could go outside as well as a Halo Three map. You had Rockets top mid on a floating platform, Um, and then you had OS uh, spawning by yellow lift, Um, and then you had Shotgun on the opposite side on the other lift.
1: Although I don't think there's any lifts on this map.
0: No, I'm just like from a from a lane like from a long standpoint.
1: I mean, I just fucking hate that map. I hate it. Okay, I see the correlation, because like there is a bridge that goes bottom mid, but there's more like base. Oh, I touched the. There's more bases on it. I don't yeah. know. It's better. It's better than than that map. Thank you.
0: Thank you for making
1: me happy again. My I tingly may, bits happy. Maybe people are saying because the, the aesthetic with yes. the Forerunner tech is very similar. Yes. Um, I think I think you need to try it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking try it. Good.
0: Uh yeah. Uh, and then Snag uh, and Shio, we did talk about it earlier on in the competitive news segment of the show where, yes, it is a known issue um, with the not being able to use weapon charms on kitted items and the kits in general being kind of an issue. Um, so, yes, they are working on it. It will be worked on. There will be a, an update in se- within season two at some point in time um, to address this in some certain, some aspects. It won't be like you, you won't be able to do everything once the update comes out, but they are working on it tashi has confirmed that and uh, again check out the show notes the the tweets in there it's okay shio it's all good man check out the show notes right there for you um so yeah i will say this to wrap up this uh season 2 update dealio. um there are parts of it that have me very excited uh really the 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 rockets thing i think i think that's awesome because i fucking hate how long it takes to get ready to get them ready So it's just going to be a little bit of a tweak to learn um, because now I can expect enemies when they pick them up to shoot me right away or like relatively quicker than before. Um, But I am excited about that ravager tubers kill. Love that that gun sucked before now. Hopefully (laughs) it doesn't suck as much. Yeah. Uh, You telling me about catalyst being uh, having you uh, excited um, with the limited playtime you've had. That makes me excited. Yeah. Custom games improvements, hopefully that fixes things for later. I just, there there are things, drop wall as well. I love a lot of these things that are happening. Love that. But then, there are other things and we can get into a whole skill gap conversation that we can save till next week because we're running late, I already know. Um, but yeah, there's a whole entire skill gap conversation that we can have later about that whole ordeal, but you even said it yourself in the times that you have uh sprint slided down ramps. You haven't noticed much of a difference. So, but I will say the the skill jumps being removed, that does suck obviously from a competitive perspective. And will you made a good point that maybe that just wasn't the intent of the maps that you weren't necessarily s- supposed to be able to do that. So they're like, well, this wasn't the intention. We're gonna make that so it's not how it is. Um we haven't asked them. We don't know. And I don't think they've said. So we don't know. Oh my god, Shio, new skill gap. Knowing when your opponent can't shoot their gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All jokes aside. Hopefully that if like hopefully that issue gets fixed as soon as possible. Because yes, that does literally break the game in some aspects. Um And then Beth, I saw your tweet as well. He said, the most excited I've gotten so far was hopping into Team Slayer to knock out a challenge and loading in with a BR. Because apparently they have variants now in Team Slayer where sometimes they'll start with a BR and sometimes it's an AR. Ooh. But you know what they removed? Social Slayer. Cool. Um, Will, is there anything you'd like to, you want to put a bow on the update and what you've experienced so far?
1: I mean, I st- I've enjoyed Last Spartan Standing a bit. Okay, uh, I won a game. I won a game. I came come in second twice. Um, it's I think it could use some work, like the zone coming in faster, mm-hmm. diminish OS and camo spawns. Don't put them around like the, some of them are around the edges of the map. So it like sucks if you got into a fight. And then, like, camo spawns or OS spawns, someone who's just spawning. I've had people spawn right next to him, And it's like, oh, well, you just rewarded someone who died with now, you know what I mean? It's 12 players on big team battle maps. It's only on one right now. Uh, is it? Yeah. I've only loaded in to one map this oh, whole time.
0: So hopefully they add more maps then. But it's supposed to be on big team battle maps, plural. So maybe because the event is going on, right? Like Beth said, for the event, it's that's one, It's it. the one map, yeah. Yep. So once that gets away and it gets set into its own playlist, then it'll be all the maps, I bet. And this was made. There it is, Beth. Thank you for the confirmation. And this map, this BTB map was designed to be smaller. But still, the fact that that happens shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be happening.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've solved the BR problem. I haven't noticed an issue. I've been enjoying my time so far. Okay. I think, yeah. More improvements to come along the road. That's where I'll leave it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to try Catalyst. I really am. The aesthetic, I like it. I like the verticality. Gives me those Construct vibes. I love Construct. Everybody <laughs> knows that. Uh, best Halo 3 map. Don't get at me. Um, I'm I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see it in competitive play as well. But yeah, we'll probably talk more about the the fallout from some of the stuff that's happened. uh, Potentially some more communication from three four three if it happens during the next week. um, We could talk about it more next week. But that's it for the regular news. God of the games, watch. We have a Minnesota rocker move. Will. Yes. Havoc, once a former player of the Munir's, if I'm not mistaken, has been signed to the active roster and Major Maniac has been benched. And this is from Major Maniac. He states, I've been benched by Rocker for a second time. I not only feel disrespected, but let down by those around me. Not sure what's next, but I'll elevate even further from this situation yet again.
1: No, I I can't really say much honestly because I haven't been following COD. Sure. Um, Major Maniac's been around a while, hasn't he? He has, yep. So I, I don't know what's going on. The team came to that decision. We'll see if they improve or or not. That's what really matters.
0: Because they, clearly they see they saw that a change needed to take place because their placings were bad. All things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I hope that Havoc does well. Um, I feel for Major Maniac though. Like you said, for the second time, that sucks. And when when they came back again, like he would they were doing really well, and then not. So, who knows? Um, Beth says that move is going to sting regardless of who got the boot. I really liked all those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's it for Connor of the Games Watch. It's time for those <laughs> adventures with the Naiamers and no other games too. Will, would you
1: play? Oh, wait. I spoiled it. Oh, yeah. Played some Halo Infinite. <laughs> Whoa! Um, not much to talk about. We already did. Um, I mean, I did dabble in some Elden Ring for like 10 minutes and then turned it off that one night. Yeah, I remember that. I also uh, played Zoo Tycoon because I was bored while Infinite was updating.
0: Nice. Uh, but also, you, um, if I'm not mistaken, in Halo...
1: What the fuck was it? You got the last weekly ultimate reward for season one. I did the black visor. You did. You rocking f- it right now. Stayed up till three a.m. Uh, I think I put the E United kit on. Wow, way to a- rocking E United today.
0: You are you. You're flat Just all out. day.
1: Just wow. Look at you.
0: <laughs> Look at you. Just sexy in that fucking limited edition hoodie and white hat. Ooh what you play John? <laughs> God damn it! i played halo infinite as well uh i really only played when we were at kc for just a short amount of time um but i also logged in today to download the patch and then buy shit so that's that's it there you go yeah um let's go to some shoutouts uh shout out to joined shout out to everyone who joined in the community play date that happened when we were not able to attend because we were in kc at the time but to everybody who did join Thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. Keep that shit going. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We got uh, RexaRob007. Skirt, skirt. Uh, Justin with the 18 month resub. Thank you. Zarathos10. Catch Isley with the follows. Uh, Beth with the two year resub. Arena. Thank you. Ziggler with the follow. Ziggler with the prime sub. Thank you. And Grand Cha. Uh, grand Chahi. I just said Grand. So, because I didn't want to fuck that up. But thank you for the follow as well. Thank you all so much for the follows and subs. It's greatly appreciated. Hope you all had a great time. Um, And then happy belated birthday to Eli X, Trunks, Snakebite, and happy birthday today to Snipedown. Snipe City. The merch was at the phase booth. Community Creations, Halo Beams, everyday. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo Beams. Clips of the week, number 155 by High Tech Redneck. Go check out that video. Check the status, episode one, HCS Raleigh, status quo documentary by, you guessed it, status quo. We have a Sentinels Halo desktop wallpaper by uh, Dinah Sean. Go check that out. It, it's lit, dude. It's, uh, it's based off the promo that they did for HCS Kansas City, and that promo was sick. We have Dreamland Halo Infinite Jump Montage featuring diversity edited by NEM WMD by LB Bubba. And uh, that makes me believe that the jumps that might be in there might not be able to be done anymore. But uh, go reminisce about the good old days of Halo Infinite Season 1. And then finally, Halo's first superstar, Walshy, the eavesdrop podcast episode 131 by Hex. Go check that out. They filmed it while they were in KC. There you go. Will, we've been chatting for quite some time. We had OBS crash on us. I'll have to splice some video together. But it's going to work out in the end because we're awesome. And we we take the shit that flies at us, and we we give shit back. You know, we throw the shit back at them. Fuck you, shit. That's what we do. Will, that's all i got to say. This is a great fucking weekend. I'm super excited for the future of this game, regardless of what... <laughs> Happens in patch notes. Will, would you mind plugging the show?
1: Of course, if you're watching us live, you know you can also find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HDS Pro Talk, iTunes, Podbean, Citrus, Spotify, and others as well. Pocketcast. Please leave us a review and let us know what you think about the show. Things you want us want to see don't want to see. Leave some comments. Do it. Uh you can join our Discord, join the community discussion. Link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes the show in our link tree, or you can do explanation point Discord and chat. Do that. Uh, please follow our Twitter. A lot of updates, a lot of information goes out on Twitter. First is our primary source of communication. Follow the Twitter, people. I'd
0: appreciate if you do that.
1: Um, YouTube, we put up five, count them, five interviews while we were at Kansas City uh, with some very lovely people. We mentioned them earlier in the show. Please go check those out. Mumbo number fat. Oh, there it is. <laughs> if you're listening and want to watch live, tune into Twitch. Normally Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Time where we will do the live show right here. If you want to watch the videos, go check that or old VODs. Go check that YouTube as well. You also can go to the website. It's oh. for old VODs and merch in the top right corner. If you're looking for some it's some just swag with stickers with stickers. We have some stickers and then. Of course, don't forget the fine folks over at Podcast Evolved. Make sure to check out EvolvedHalo.com, your home for Halo. They have shows titled Podcast Evolved, Mission Debrief, Halo TV+, Book Club, Bills with Blocks, and Halo Headlines. They do it all, folks. Go check them out. They do it all. EvolvedHalo.com. Yes.
0: Your home for Halo.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Josh, that's all I got.
0: Awesome. And that's actually all I got to, Will. Perfect. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. <laughs> Three
1: hours later.
0: Hey, it's, we had a good discussion. It was. It was good. It was good. And we knew this was going to happen because it was an event post show. It's not my fault that the patch notes blew up at everyone's fucking faces. But, regardless, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 233 of HCS ProTalk. Thank you, So, 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 so very much. If you were tuning in live to the live show, if you hopped in for the first time ever, hope you guys enjoyed it. Stick around for the segment that you wanted, whatever it may be. Thanks for taking the time to watch live. If you're listening to the audio version of the show or checking out the VOD on YouTube, I greatly fucking appreciate you guys too. Thank you for taking the time out of your guys' busy schedule to watch, listen, however you consume it. Thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, we truly fucking mean it. And also, Will wasn't kidding. Leave a comment on the YouTube videos. Leave us a review. Reread it all. Try to respond to all of them. Okay? Hit us up on Twitter. Do whatever you need to do. Keep the discussion going. Join the Discord like Will mentioned earlier. Do it up. It's a fun time. Guys, oh boy. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week other than probably more, uh, you know, patch stuff. We'll see what happens. Guys, it's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week. But until then, bye-bye.